Hello, and welcome to the 17th episode of the Yu Yu Show. A bizarre incident occurred in the outskirts of an American suburb called Raccoon City. It was later revealed that the terrible disaster had been caused by the T-Virus, a mutagenic toxin created by the international enterprise Umbrella Incorporated for use in bioweapon experiments. The Raccoon City Police Department's Special STARS Unit immediately began an investigation in the affairs. The case was apparently closed thanks to the efforts of STARS members Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine. You were but, almost a Keiko sandwich! But the Umbrella Corporation's experiments were far from finished. Oh, god damn. Okay, so no joke, when Patrick took out his phone in the middle of the introduction, I saw the uh, Shaggy Blanco meme come up, and I thought he was about to start like talking about Shaggy Blanco, and I was like, no. And then when he started talking, I'm like, this is worse. <laughs> Uh, but hello, and welcome to the 17th episode of the U-Hawk Show. Uh, Did I lose my intro privilege? No, I mean, it's kept, <laughs> it's gonna be in there, but, uh, god damn it. I'm so confused. Wait, what is that? Why was that necessary? Is there a, uh, a tie-in that I don't understand? The Resident yeah. Evil remake came out recently. Uh, the, the HD remaster. And I'm a slave to the Resident Evil 2 remake remaster now. Okay, but then, but why? <laughs> because it's a good-ass game, that's why. <laughs> You know, and Helen's a, a bioweapon of sorts. There's connections, I guess. I, I mean, I mean oh, Helen! Gor- I miss yeah. Helen. Yeah, we all miss Helen. <laughs> to be we on- only knew her briefly. <laughs> to be honest, uh, Tugoro kind of looks like a bow, so... Dude, I just thought of something that hadn't occurred to me before. What happened to Helen kind of reminds me of what happened with Scar and Nina Tucker. Oh, just like a big-ass like mercy kill. kill. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Okay, well, anyways, with that tragedy in mind, uh, you know, last time we watched the uh, fight between Kuwabara and Elder Toguro that ended in the coolest fly-swatting of all time, a fake death, and then being sublimated by being punched so fucking hard you were turned into, I don't know, liquid. You know, I, was, I wasn't here for the last one, but I watched that and I was like, damn, like three times. Like, when, when I even said it when... Uh, Bar killed him. I was like, anyone gonna verify that? Just gonna dig underneath there a little bit? No? He won? Okay, that's cool. He came back, and then the brother's like, get out of my way, bitch. And just, like, destroyed him. That's exactly what he said in English, dub. It's a very weird localization choice. Yeah, he was like, like, fuck you. And that was on the, that was on the Toonami dub. I was very confused. <laughs> Wait, there's a... That's a dumb question. I was like, there's a difference between Toonami and the other dub? Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, there were some altered lines, but they weren't massively altered. I, I know you're aware of this, but I'm just explaining for anyone in the audience who either didn't watch it in English or was unaware that there was a difference. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the fight between Yusuke and, uh, you know, Toguro the Younger, which, sort of the culmination of the Dark Tournament, which, uh, looking back, we've been in the Dark Tournament since last summer. Mother of God. <laughs> yeah, this is the longest tournament in any anime ever. <laughs> so, we going to get back to detective work, or is this just going to be... Torment arcs for the rest of the show. I mean, without really spoiling much, yeah, we do go back to detective work. Okay, so this is just going to be a dark tournament after dark tournament, right? <laughs> no, there's like probably the longest individual detective case coming up. Yeah, this is probably why I thought <laughs> this ended after the dark tournament when I was a kid. Like I, oh, so I you don't the... remember much except for the dark tournament. It's probably because it's so long yeah. that like. <laughs> I think we've probably talked about this on the show, but are you familiar with the Mandela effect? Isn't that isn't that the one where, um, that's You're... that's the one with the wrestler, right? No, uh, the Mandela effect. Jason Mandela, right? Yeah, I hate you. No, but the Mandela effect is this idea that you're so convinced of a historical fact 
that you when you later find out that it was wrong, you think you must have skipped between dimensions because it was just so ingrained in every aspect of your life. So a lot of people, for whatever reason, thought that Nelson Mandela had died to torture in the 80s. So when he actually died many years later, people were like, I thought that dude died in the 80s. Oh. Yeah, this is... Oh. Yeah. And he like, became president. Yeah, a lot of people stopped paying attention. So he was... Like, while he was obviously important on the international scale, in the American media, he was a tremendous focus in the 80s. And so uh... when he, you know, got released and stuff, he wasn't as big of a deal. So people just thought, like, he must have died from... Like, he was in prison and yeah. tortured. So, like, he must have died. See, that's crazy. Oh, that's why it's really named... Okay. Because, like, when I... Because, you know, we were, grew up in the 90s. He was, what, president in 94, 95? I forget what year it was. Like, but, like, once yeah. we were, like... Able to so that's how you know him. Yeah. That's how I know of him as South African president, not like not like I, torture victim. Torture victim. Yeah. <laughs> but do we have confirmed body? Like, is he dead now for sure? <laughs> well, you know, his elder brother did punch him really hard. So okay, I wasn't sure. He liquefied. Yeah, he liquefied. It was very weird. Um, but <laughs> younger, younger Mandela. Younger Mandela. Mandela. Or, um, <laughs> Mandela, Mandela. Ototo. <laughs> I'm just imagining like 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 Tagoro's body when he's like 120 percent. With Nelson Mandela's face, like, the head on his body. Can someone draw this? Yeah, you know, uh... Two Mandelas. Please, uh... <laughs> please, One uh, Mandela on the shoulder. Listeners, we A don't... A tale of two Mandelas. Listeners, we don't ask much from you. Uh, if you could please draw some Nelson Mandela as younger to grow fan art, I would vastly appreciate it. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use to listen to us, because that would help get us exposed to a lot more people so they can hear about our ravings about, you know, former South African presidents. I'd really, really appreciate that. If someone draws it, I will give them a dollar. I will mail you a dollar. (laughs) What's weird is that we'll put Nelson Mandela's face onto George Washington. It'll be great. Yeah, we're just going to put Nelson Mandela on everything. And on to the show. So <laughs> start with episode 61, Yusuke versus Taguro. Um, or in the Japanese uh, uh, title, it's Confrontation of Destiny, the Tetuous Battle of Captains Commences. Is that the longest title so yeah. far? Oh my god. I, yeah, it's I think long, so. It's really long. long. Also, I'm pretty sure the way they translated that into English was the worst way they could have done it. <laughs> What's because another synonym? You mean the for first commences, and, starts? And tem- tempestuous? Tempestuous just means stormy. Okay. Like, it literally means stormy. Uh-huh. So it could be, like, Battle of Destiny, the stormy battle of the captain starts. That's way better. Well, I mean, it sounds worse. It sounds worse, but it is but much like... easier to pronounce. <laughs> yes. is, it weird, is it weird that every time I hear stormy now, I just think of something else? Uh, are you thinking of Stormy Enough. Daniels? Yeah. Or are you thinking oh, of Stormy from Star? C-Lab 2021? Oh, just Stormy, in case you guys don't know oh, what uh, Stormy Daniels is, it's uh, a porn star. Wait, did she do something? Oh, yeah, with Trump, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Donald I Trump paid to have sex with her at some point. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay, so, so episode just... 61, synopsis. <laughs> the ultimate showdown between Yusuke and Taguro finally begins, and Yurameshi reveals the power he inherited from Genkai with a colossal blast of his spirit gun. Is it enough to bring down Taguro once and for all? Find out now. So, uh, the episode sort of begins with, uh, George having a fucking heart attack because he's so, you know, stressed and anticipating the fight. And, uh, you know, I love George, so it was very sad to me to see him in such dire straits. But, uh, the two sort of size each other hey, up he to grow. for nothing, gets his chicks for free. I... What? what? <laughs> dire straits? You know? Oh, dire straits, goddamn. Okay, that's a deep cut reference. The, how is that deep cut? I it's, don't know what that means. It's so a deep, deep cut, cut if people are not familiar with, like, you know... 
Good music? I gotcha. No. Okay, classic rock and <laughs> shit like that. No, I'm only joking. Sorry, I'll stop bringing us off topic. Keep going. Anyways, uh, the two sort of size each other up, and Taguro unbuttons his trench coat slowly, sensuously, and then flings into the air. It's my favorite romance novel. Uh, but in the U.S. version, I, I don't remember this for a fact because I did not watch the U.S. version for this, but I seem to remember in the back of my mind that Shizuru said something like, No one wants to see that! She pretty much says that. She's yeah. like, put your shirt back on! <laughs> So, uh, you know, a bunch of former enemies come to watch the match with a new mixed crew of uh, Rinku, Chu, Toya, and Jin. Uh, Chu, you know, mentions that they're... Oh, so this was in Spanish. I'm not sure if it said this in English, but in the Spanish version, everyone's like, well, if someone didn't forget our fucking tickets, and he's like, I drank too much last night. Sorry, guys. I'm an alcoholic. I do not remember that. <laughs> I think Chu, in the English show, Chu pretty much says the thing, same thing. I think it was either, yeah, I think it was like Rinku was kind of throwing shade on him, being like, yeah, because she lost tickets, and she was like, yeah, well, I just like to have fun, <laughs> basically. Low. In his, uh... Whatever Australian slang that they decided to use in the, in the English dub. Our fake Australian yeah. slang. I wonder, I wonder if in the, the Australian dub he's... he's There's no is, Australian dub. You know, need more sad. Australian dubs of opportunity. There need to be more regional English dubs. Oh man, the Jamaican dub of Yuhawk show would be great. Oh, <laughs> it's just like the, the, everything's... Never mind. Yeah, you should probably stop right there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they you know start walking down the staircase and like they clearly have like a oh no these guys are badass shot going down and all the demons are kind of afraid so some of them like sort of like reach back in their chair and start like walking away and then Chu takes this invitation like oh thanks for saving some spots for us and so they sit down in the spots the guys cleared out because they were so fucking freaked out. To be fair, he probably did them a favor. Oh, yeah, because, like, otherwise they'd, I don't know, die from being shot with, like, random blasts. <laughs> yeah. uh, the safest place to sit in the stadium is, one, not in the stadium, but, two, probably behind these guys or behind uh, or behind Koenma or behind Pooh. Pooh. Any of those three. Uh, but, you know, so, like, later it's revealed that there's a couple other sort of celebrities in the audience, such as Suzuki, who's just hanging out by himself because, you know, he's the coolest and doesn't have any friends. And I guess a lot of them are dead. And uh, Dr. Ichigaki's team, minus the doctor, because he's an asshole, either dead or incapacitated or arrested or, like, a combination of the three? I'm, I'm not sure. It's a dark sure. torment. How the heck could he get arrested? Yeah, I was wondering You gotta fuck yeah. up bad. They just, maybe they just uh, shoved it inside a locker and just left him in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that Dr. Yeah. Ichigaki's a, a fucking uh, freshman. So yeah. Like, uh, Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Still has lunch money. <laughs> Demon Threw him in the trash can. <laughs> Demon, what is the not wet willy? What is the thing where you show a swirly? A swirly. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever heard of people doing that in real life? By the way, um, that happened in my school once, but except they except they did it with piss. Ew. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I regret this immediately. Um, but That's I was, why I went to Catholic school. Protected me. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, uh, yeah, like when he was in the fucking trash can, they were like, what's the percent chance that we were going to do that, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and he just takes out his calculator. He's like, a uh, hundred. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Taguro says he's going to see if Yusuke's attack uh, at the death of Genkai was just luck or if it was real. And he says that I can confirm in Latin American and Japanese. Did he say that in English or not? God. Hmm. I don't seem to remember it in English, but I'm thinking back years. Uh, we watched a good version, so it doesn't matter. Ooh. Uh-huh. I mean, well, you watched the Japanese version, didn't you? So you should have seen this line. Well, no. Well, it said it said right there. It's in a ja- L A N Japanese dub. Oh, oh, oh! You said we as in. Sorry, I took we to mean me uh, to mean Patrick and the others rather than Patrick and myself. 
Wait, what? I'm confused now. What, what point are you making? <laughs> Don't a, worry. Sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> so Taguro charges up to 80% of his power, and suddenly there's a very, like, a discordant piano music starts to play as he glows up with this spectral aura. Literally, all the weaker demons in the arena start actually melting. In the Spanish one, I think someone in the crowd just yells out, It's like acid! Like, literally, <laughs> just, literally just says that, and I was like, thanks. Random demon. Yeah, it's it's actually it's like the I think we made a point before in the last episode that it's finally now that everyone's acknowledging that wow, a lot of people have been dying and killed <laughs> off. Like you can visibly see that there's more and more empty seats as <laughs> as it goes on. And this time we're seeing it in like real time. It took like ninety percent of them dying for them to realize something's wrong. It's, wow, like, it's, it's like, man, empty. this tournament is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> why do we do this? Um, oh, yeah, it's awesome. That's why. Yeah. Have it's each other. sick as hell. Uh, but yeah, Kurama and Kuwabara are both injured, so they're having a hard time with the aura that's going around, and Kuenma starts making a force field. So, weird note, linguistically, uh, in the Latin American version, Kuenma described this as a muro, which means wall, rather than a campo de fuerza, which is the word that they've used for force fields up to this point. So, I'm wondering if there was a distinction made in Japanese, or the translator for the Latin American version was just like, fuck consistency. <laughs> probably forgot. Yeah, probably just fuck consistency. Or, or could also could have been a dub as a maybe for lip line. But I mean, oh, a, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, because campo de fuerza is like a long phrase, while muro is one word. Yeah, and it might have not uh, might have said something other than wall. But anyways, yeah, it's just dubism as well. Yeah, so Pooh makes a shield for the ladies. For the ladies. Yeah, Pooh does everything for the ladies. <laughs> um, but uh, so again, in the Spanish version, in case anyone forgot. Poo sounds very different than in the Latin American, uh, in the English or Japanese. Like when he's doing this, he's like literally going poo, poo, and I was just like, I hate this. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. I still think that's the weirdest choice. It's the weirdest fucking choice. But uh, Yusuke remarks he's calm, even though he should be terrified. Like you know, he's kind of. I think in the U.S. version, he even says like I'm kind of freaked out by how not freaked out I am. Yeah, he says that. Yeah, and so Yusuke starts taking a half step backwards, and then decides to start taking a million steps forwards, charging Tagoro, and Yusuke hits Tagoro's abs for some reason goes for I don't know a pretty well protected area in the body because like you can tell Tagoro has a six pack or an eight pack or whatever. More and, than twenty four pack. Yeah, like a twenty four. Yeah, he has a he has a full case of beer going down there. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Yusuke, this part is a very play-by-play, but Yusuke dynamically recovers from getting hit in the chin and goes for a Superman punch, which Toguro dodges, going for demon energy-infused haymaker he then blows up the ring with. But Yusuke uh, jukes and and uses the momentum of the punch to swing off the dodge, uh, swing off that and dodge. Like, it's a crazy fluid motion thing where he effectively does, like, a grappling thing where he takes the dude's arm and then uses that force to, like, flip back up. It's ridiculous. It's like some of the most fluid action we've had to this point in the series. But uh, Taguro pursues him and Yusuke gets ready to take the punch head on uh, as a high contrast red and blue image of the two of them show up where Yusuke is all in just like red and Taguro is coming up and he's gray and blue and then Taguro stops short because he says it'd be unfair for me to attack you from this angle and it's revealed that Keiko and the others are behind Yusuke. It's like how chivalrous of you. That is a weird thing, though. Oh, why? Mm. So, in the Japanese version, I think he says something to the... Uh, I think uh, someone says something to the effect of, Tagura, I didn't know you were a feminist. 
And like, yeah, they did not say this in the Latin American version or the English version. And I was watching it with a friend. That. That's Japanese weird. Version. Usually, I feel like that's a more English. I think they said it in the. They they they, they no no. Usually, it was like how chivalrous of you. Maybe I'm thinking of a different scene, but it was he definitely be, said because he did, he. Did, I don't. I know he didn't say that because I watched it like two hours ago. Well, I think we've also covered before that the two translations of the Japanese that we're watching are slightly different. So there's a chance that maybe it's a phrase that has to do with like excuse the use of the term social justice, but is not necessarily related to either chivalry or feminism. And that like they're like, oh fuck, what's an analogous term? And the two different translators came up with two different ways of putting it. Is maybe my guess. Yeah, I kind of like I kind of like the term. Chivalrous, rather than yeah, that, feminism doesn't really make sense in that context. Because I mean, he kills everybody. I mean, there's women, men, children, probably some pets too. I mean, he did kill Helen, but yeah, uh, Helen, Helen, R.I.P. Confirmed for Rest Rocky. In power, Helen. God damn it! Uh, so you know, basically, he then regrets giving the match to Yusuke because he thinks they're just like putting their strength to the test rather than actually just focusing on fucking killing each other, which, you know, that's usually Hiei's goal. Just just kill the dude rather than, like, test himself. And you'll see that kind of recur later on in the series. But, uh, okay, so this next line I know is said in Latin American and Japanese and probably not in English because it frankly makes things really confusing. Toyo remarks that he feels that Toguro is using 30% of his power while Yusuke is using 60% of his power. Notice how these fractions do not match up at all with Toguro saying, I'm using 80% of my power. (laughs) And even given Toguro's later thing of like, I'm now able to use 120% of my power, 80% compared to 120% is not 30%. So there's no... I think this is starting to get into Dr. Ichigaki numbers where, like, these don't make any fucking well, no, sense. No, it makes sense because he doesn't... Look, there's a difference... Like, imagine if I'm all the way down the arena and I say to you with my normal voice, I'm only using, like, 80% of my power. The guy, the guy's not going to hear you up in the stand, so he's making his <laughs> estimates. Yeah, so he's just oh, really bad they're at not, reading. They're, they're, no, they're not mic'd up. I mean... Okay, no, that's that's a good point. That's a good like, point. Because Yusuke and, and Toguro are not mic'd up in any way. I'm just imagining Toya is, like, lip-reading Toguro. So he's like, I know he uses the word percent, but I'm not sure what. So guessing based on this, I'm going to go with... 30. Yeah, I thought they were just doing like some shonen math right there. You know, like, <laughs> okay. like by my estimates, this is only 30% yeah. of what he can do. You know, it's just, you know, like a, the shonen science that we covered. Yeah. Now shonen math eventually gets into shonen social studies. I'm really looking, <laughs> can we make an entire shonen curriculum? It's like, welcome to shonen linguistics and just like shit like that. I'm super down for all of this. <laughs> I gotcha. I'm probably gonna have to get my GED. So, like, theoretically, is 100% or 120% even really his full potential? I mean, technically it's, I hate it's 100%. Aha! So let <laughs> Galaxy brain over here. I mean, he did say it was his full potential. He's like, I could use my full extent of my power, but... God damn it. Uh, I don't know. Or they just forgot about this scene and just kept dubbing without thinking. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know, actually that quote unquote mistake is in the Japanese version as well. So I think Patrick's idea that like Toya is just making estimates because they're not mic'd up makes sense. Right. But like, I bet that was clearer in the manga. <laughs> That's just my feeling. Cause like, I'm just like, what the fuck? What? Um, but yeah, so Toguro asks about the power Yusuke received from Genkai. And so the Spanish version says something that is equivalent to what is said in the English and Japanese version, but I just like the way it sounds. He says, te lo mostraré. Which just means, I'll show it to you. And then, like, raises his right hand. <laughs> it just sounds so cool in Spanish, even though he's effectively saying the same fucking thing in all three languages. 
Then goes the break. Yep. And then when the break comes back, Shuri is asking everyone to start, but they're just still standing off with each other. Uh, what so, did she say in English? Was she like, please go, or something like that? Or Yeah, I think something like that. I think, I'm trying to remember. To be honest, um, I had to rewatch these episodes at like two um, two times faster speed on YouTube because uh, I've been really busy this week. Oh, so yeah. a lot of the, a lot, most of the very memorable English lines stuck, but everything else in between, I was like, nah, 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 nah. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I I forget if in Japanese they said shobu or hajime repeatedly, but it was it was one of the two. What's hajime mean? To start. start. I gotcha. Okay. Ah, like when you say hajime mashite, it's like. It's like nice to meet you, but like. Oh, I've never even thought about the equivalence. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same kanji though. Yeah, it might be different kanji, but like I just think of it. Yeah, because like back when I did judo, every time before a match started, it was always hajime. Yeah. Oh, that's the same thing. Like, isn't it um, samurai spirit slash? Oh yeah, samurai showdown. They say hajime when. I gotcha. Okay. I I think they even say like um, shinken shobu. Oh yeah, shinken shobu. Yeah. Yeah, hajime. Shinken shobu, hajime. Dude, let's. Sam, Sam Showcast. Someday. Someday. Um, but yeah, so uh, Kuwabara asks about the nature of Genkai's gift to Yusuke, while uh, Kurama guesses at how intensely powerful Yusuke would be if he received all of her power. Because at this point, they don't really know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Yusuke... What, I'm trying to remember what the fuck this means. Uh, oh, uh, I think Yusuke says something like, I hope... Genkai can see this, or either that or Kurama said this. I I don't. I just have it in Spanish, but I don't know who said it. I forget. I just watched this, and I'm losing my mind apparently. <laughs> but uh, Yusuke starts charging the spirit gun, and Toya, Jin, and Chu are freaked out by how powerful it is now. Yusuke dispels it, and oh yeah, they're they're freaked out. And I think uh, Chu even says something like, "It's three times as powerful as when we fought." Uh, Yusuke dispels it and immediately charges to Goro head on, knowing he can't waste bullets right now. I thought. It, I thought. In my opinion, I thought that was like. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna take him head on. Like it's just a like a badass move. Oh, it's like I don't need to use my gun to kick your ass. I think he explicitly yeah, says like I can only it. fire four times, so I better make them all count. Yeah, which sort of mirrors what Genkai said right before dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess weird to think about now that now that I don't remember him saying that when when I, maybe I missed he, it in the he, Japanese. He definitely book. says it in English at least. Yeah, yeah, he says it in Spanish as well. He's like, I have four. Gotta make these count, and he's like. Hits him or does that weird, you know, talking about with the fist. Oh yeah, he turns into he turns into rude sandstorm. Yeah, because at that point he's just pretty much like just punching. Or is this? Am I skipping ahead where he's just like wailing on? He does that a couple times. So you could be talking about now. You could be talking about the future. Oh man. Okay, let's just move on. Uh, but yeah, Toguro like basically compliments Yusuke internally, recognizing like, oh, strategic, you know, not wasting this because he's not a fucking idiot. Uh, so Toguro strikes out with demon energy and then goes for a big kick, which Yusuke barely dodges. And uh, Yusuke hits Toguro so hard that the ground around Toguro breaks, even though Toguro is like unaffected. So it's effectively like, hey, what if I hit a statue with a car and the statue is entirely like unbroken, but like everything around it's fucked up. Uh, so Toguro destroys the whole ring with a demon energy infused punch and knocks Yusuke way the fuck out. Uh, Toguro tells Yusuke to fire, like just like says that, and he says this in the Latin American and Japanese version. I don't know if he does. He say this in English where he's like, "Yeah, I know you're around there, just shooting me," 
Because I don't seem to remember him saying that in the U.S. version. I think he called him a little bitch in the English version. Like, actually? No, I don't I don't think he did, huh? I'm pretty sure he did. God I haven't it. watched it, but I'm just assuming. God damn it. <laughs> These assumptions, man. <laughs> Make an ass out of you and me. But yeah, did he did he instruct him to fire in those ones? Because I, I seem to not remember that in the U.S. version. I feel like he probably taunted him a little, but I can't. I can't remember exact thing. <laughs> no worries. No, so yeah, Yusuke shoots the spirit gun, uh, forcing Toguro out of the ring, out past the stadium grounds, into the forest, and across the island into a mountain, uh, and leaves a miles-long trail of destruction. And everyone is obviously stunned because uh, dude just uh, made Toguro take a long walk forcibly. And uh, <laughs> So are we just going to ignore the whole ring out thing? Uh, I mean, they kind of clarify that in a bit, where it's just like, there is no ring anymore. I think he even says something like, yeah. oh no, Kuwabara. Oh, Kuwabara's oh, yeah. like, well, aren't you going to start counting like you did for me? Like, like then, you do all the time for me? Doesn't Kurama say like, like uh, look at the field, there's yeah, no Yeah, check out the ring. field, there's yeah. no ring, idiot. Yeah. So I like, mean, they can't like be like, oh, I mean, come on. You're out of the arena, can you, I mean, you gotta start a count at least. Well, you know, everyone who was in attendance had watched original Dragon Ball in the fight between Goku and Tien, and they're like, clearly the rules now state that since there is no <laughs> ring, we're just gonna punch each other. <laughs> I mean, sure, let's go with that. Oh, actually, wait, no, this is the Piccolo versus Goku fight. Because in the Tien versus Goku fight, Goku had to hold on to Tien who can fly. <laughs> I gotcha. But Slightly yeah, different. I forgot about I'm that. I'm actually watching Dragon Ball again. I only, so really, really quick tangent. I forgot that Dragon Ball was only 194 episodes. For some reason, I thought it was like 500. Oh. So I always avoided wanting to podcast about it because I'm like, it's too long. But now that I know it's 194, I'm like, maybe... I've never actually finished Dragon Ball. It's really good, but we can talk about that another time. It's hilarious, though. I've been having a lot of fun watching it. (laughs) So, Jury has, like, a little comedic moment where she gets up with a rock on her head and then, like, moves fast enough that the rock falls off and then falls back on her and knocks her out. It's just a weird, weird little intercut scene for whatever reason. Uh, So, yeah, Kurobara asks about the ring out at this point, and, uh, you know, Hiei is the one who points out that there's no ring anymore, so fuck it. Uh, Like... Everyone's blown away by how strong Yusuke is, and in the Quite Latin, literally, goddamn it! In the Latin American and Japanese version, Chu says that he'd die in seconds against the new Yusuke, and uh, asks like, "What the fuck Yusuke could have done to train?" He did a lot of squats. Yeah, that's it. That's that's I'll how squat. you one hundred push-ups, one hundred sit-ups, yeah. <laughs> sleep with three-mile run, sleep with no blanket, <laughs> have the AC off, only a the... banana for breakfast. <laughs> And he's bald now. Yeah, so uh, Yusuke looks down the hole that was carved into the wall by the spirit gun, and it's like the weirdest, uh, the Enigma of Amigara Fault, which is a uh, Junji Ito reference for all y'all, but... uh, Oh man, I know what that is. Yeah, it feels like Yusuke should have said, this hole, it was made for me. Uh, That sounds rapey as well. (laughs) You should read that story. It's not rapey, it's actually... Creepy. It's creepy. Creepier. Oh, creepier. Oh. I'm not saying that it's worse in terms of morality, <laughs> because that's a, that's something else. But uh, it is much creepier. Yeah. I should start using that line more often. Well, I, this hole it was made yeah. for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you guys aren't. Well, you play you... putt putt or this hole. This hole it was made for me. And then someone's like, well, "What a weird thing to say." Well, yeah, that was actually like the the, the mystery of Amigato the... Falls. Oh yeah. So, you guys don't know, um, Junji Ito is a horror um, mangaist who, um, and he's mostly famous for Uzumaki and um, what's the next biggest one? 
Oh, is is Uzumaki's most famous? I'm trying to think. How long ago was this? Oh, uh, Tomie. Tomie. Yeah, Tomie. Yeah, Tomie and Uzumaki. So if you guys see anything where it's like black and white art in a lot of either like a very uh, evil looking um, woman or a a lot or like a horror manga with a lot of like spirals. Um, then you'll recognize his art. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Yeah. So <laughs> no, if it's that, but not the ring, then yeah. it is Junji Ito. If it's the ring, then it's the ring. <laughs> then it's, it's the ring. ring. No one made that. So one. he's he made. Um, is I think it was one of his. Movie? Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> so this the uh, Amagar Falls is more, fault is more like a his shorter um, stories, and this one is basically, what if you are compelled. To go inside a hole and what would happen? <laughs> That's basically it. It's like a human shaped hole, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I'm reading it real quick right now. Um, oh God, guys, if you're yeah. scared of things like me, don't do it. Just, oh, I'm, but I'm still wait, reading. Man, now I'm just thinking of like things from like other media that could be taken. Oh, wow, as Omegata really cool. fault references. And have you guys seen Happy Gilmore? No, I can't. Yeah. You know the you know the part where he's like putting the ball and he's like, Are you too good for your home? <laughs> I'm just imagining him yelling that to people who are entering the hole in Amigata Fault. You know, that probably would say a lot of people's actually that one I don't so, know if that would help. So I have a question. Is Amigata Fault is that was that an inspiration for for was it is it hole in the wall? Oh, you mean the the game where you have to like jump through like you human Tetris? Is that what you're referring to? No, it's it was like called Hall in the Wall. It's like this British show that came to America where oh. like a human says, "Well, you have to like do a shape." Or oh, no, that, that's <laughs> yeah, that's human Tetris, which is originally Japanese. Oh, okay, oh. so okay, so then the British ripped it off, and then the Americans ripped off the British. Well, yeah. I think the one the thing the huge show. difference between that and like that. Uh, and I'm going to fall. It's like you, you don't you don't escape from the hole. Like well, the hole is just there. Well, and you, stay there. <laughs> you sort of escape. I assume. Is it you though? Uh, Lesson learned, kids. Don't enter holes if you know you can't come out. Essentially, like what it looks like is that like they're drawn in by a hole that's exactly their shape. Like yeah. it calls to them because oh. it's their exact same body shape. Yeah. And then I don't know how they walk in it. Because it's literally your shape, so like they just vibrate their molecules so fast that <laughs> so they go down the hole. They just shimmy it. Yeah, they just they just, yeah. They just shimmy their way in. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so you know, while Yusuke is like looking down this hole and just like there's sort of this like zoom shot where it just goes all the way down the path of destruction, and it's like, oh, that's weird. And the something is off music starts playing. Mm. Uh, I don't really know the name of that soundtrack title, but you all know what I'm talking about if you've been watching the show with us. And so it follows the trail of destruction to find Toguro regenerating and getting up and walking slowly back to the ring, Terminator style. So uh, Toguro then enters the ring, and now he's not wearing his glasses anymore, which Koto, you know, obviously has to comment on. <laughs> and he, he says something to the effect of, like, is that all you've got? Me. <laughs> and, you know, Kubara, blown away, calls him a monster. And Toguro starts emitting enough aura that Yusuke can't even shield himself with his aura up, and like it just like hits Yusuke in the chin, uh, like in the cheek, and cuts him. Which is uh, something that will come back later. But Are you yeah. talking about the rock thing that hits him? No, that's a different thing. There's a okay. part where his aura is just so strong that it cuts Yusuke. I see. So Yusuke's just getting cut left and right then. Yep. So Toguro says Yusuke is not worth it if he won't, and he won't need to go to 100, percent and the episode ends. Oof. So what are you guys' thoughts on this fucking whirlwind of an episode? It was pretty intense. I really actually enjoyed this episode a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, it was just, I liked how it kind of just um, got right into the fight. Because I know sometimes with 
at least with other like tournament uh, shows with tournaments either there's like a (laughs) there's a significant amount of like either exposition or um i don't know it's a lot talking so i appreciate that they just kind of went in fighting um but there's still kind of like a lot of significant character moments um for both Tagura and Yusuke. I mean, I feel like it's just going to get even more and more like in-depth character development as the episodes go on, but it was just, this was a good start. Yeah. I really enjoyed the peanut gallery. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how they brought back like my favorite villain, or like villain, like not really... They're like not that bad yeah. demons, right? Yeah, like they're yeah. like the good guy demons. Effectively, yeah. Yeah, they brought them all back to be like, commenting on just so you can like really really see how like much use it has progressed Mm -hmm. because like they comment on themselves if it wasn't obvious enough be like hey look we would have died yeah sucks to suck it's Um, a good thing we get there (laughs) but uh yeah so um that episode, it's interesting because, like, I'd, I'd say that Yusuke and Taguro of, like, the characters in this show have the most Dragon Ball-type powers of anyone. Yeah. And so it's interesting that this show is still able to make a compelling mm-hmm. fight, even in a world where Dragon Ball Z was already underway, pretty hardcore, uh, between two people who effectively have, like, Ryu and Ken powers. Yeah. yeah. I will say it's just, for me, I think because for the most part, everyone else in their teams was either like a long distance or they had some sort of weapon, and that's how most of their fights went. Oh, this is like satisfying about them just like punching each other. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good stuff. But yeah, on to the next episode, uh, 62, Tagoro's Full Power, aka Tagoro's 100% Terror. <laughs> Wait, which one's the English? Or which one's Japanese? Take a guess. I'm assuming Tagoro's Full Power is. English. Yeah, that's a okay. lot more of a normal thing to say in English. Well, one hundred percent terror would be a very weird thing to say. I like that one better though. That's more exciting. That is more exciting, if not a little funny. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just did really good on a test. Yeah, yeah, the terror, the terrorism test. Uh, but anyways, uh, in this terrorism. episode, Yusuke removes the spirit cuffs before launching an attack at his nemesis. But Taguro has powered up to his uh, to his top level and stares uh, stares down Yusuke's spirit blast. I woo, cannot speak. But uh, so I think this is where Chu actually mentions that the spirit gun is uh, three times as powerful as before. So this makes me think like, was Genkai worth like two Yusukes? So like you know you have one Yusuke, and then if you do the math like. Solve for X or solve for G in this case. What's the uh, equivalent Shonen Algebra. Yeah, Shonen Algebra. We did it, y'all. Shonen Algebra. Well, we're going to have to start doing Shonen Calculus soon because they fuck up this math pretty hardcore What happens if you take an antiderivative of a Yusuke? What do you get? Uh, You get the area of Yusuke. The Yusuke zone. So I failed calc, so this isn't... Not making any sense. (laughs) Is that the noise for not making... (laughs) Anytime I fail, it was on a whoop, whoop, whoop. In college. Uh, she turned into Zoidberg whenever she failed. It's very good. Don't worry, that's Calc 2. <laughs> Didn't make it that far. Switch to political science. Yeah, I failed Calc 2 like five times. Damn. But anyways. Uh, you know, so Koto effectively says if the spirit gun couldn't do it, then Yusuke's fucked. To which uh, George says, oh, he might have another technique or a plan. And Koto, you know, sort of chimes in. And she's like, oh my god, are you sure? Is that is that a thing? And then George is like, Maybe? And then she, like, chews him out, like, don't fucking say anything if you don't know, asshole. 
And so uh, Yusuke reveals he's not he's not been giving everything uh, and takes off his wristband to reveal a yellow glow. And, uh, you know, George chimes in and is like, see, secret plan. Um, in Spanish, those, uh, I don't know what he said in the U.S. He's got those, uh, the rave bands, like the glow sticks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He has little not? finger lights. Yeah. <laughs> giving high people, like, finger shows <laughs> in, like, the middle of an auditorium. <laughs> I mean, he does that later, effectively. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, Toguro recognized the spirit cuffs immediately. So... This is something where, when I was watching the Spanish version, I had a very weird moment where I didn't understand what they said. They're like, ah, las esposas espiritual. And I was just like, wait, I must have misheard that because... Yeah, spirit... that means spirit wives. <laughs> and and I was just like, yeah, maybe maybe I misheard that. And then I looked up, like, how do you say handcuffs in Spanish? It's esposas. Oh. Meaning handcuffs are wives. <laughs> I so, mean... There's some Welcome book. to the Spirit Wives, y'all. <laughs> Can this be a TV show? That makes yeah. I mean that kind of makes sense for Spanish. Like. Oh wow. <laughs> the Spirit Wives of Ningenkai, my new my new my new TV show, a reality show as Patrick was pitching. Uh it's like but the it, ball and chain. Yeah, my ball and chain, but spirit wives. <laughs> oh, so man. flashback to the cave where Genkai puts on the cuffs and Yusuke is weighed the fuck down. And uh, in the U.S. version, Yusuke jokes about her being too old and that he's not into this kind of thing. So he just shut the hell up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, don't kink shame me, kid. <laughs> God damn it. He's like, you're too old. <laughs> I was like, that's... You can never be too old to be kink... Uh, wow. That, it was like, it was like weirdly thought. sexual. Like, Yusuke was making it really, really sexual for <laughs> what it was. Like, this is kinky. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. But, uh, so this next part is variant between... Do you think Genkai had a ball gag? The spirit, spirit ball, ball gag. gag. God damn it. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. So, uh, in the different versions, they kind of say something different here, where in Latin American and Japanese, they effectively say the spirit's strength and the body's strength are two different things, and they leave it at that. While in the U.S. version, they say, not only are they different things, but the spirit is unlimited, while the body's strength tops out. And, like, so, I thought it was kind of interesting that the U.S. Mm. added that. I guess it kind of goes with their general feeling in the US version where it's like, oh yeah, you can only progress after this point spiritually and not physically, which is kind of interesting, especially given what happens later regarding demons and humans. But yeah, uh, so Genkai basically says, hey, if you want to move at all while you're wearing these, you're going to have to stay at power the whole, stay at full power the whole time. It's very uh, Dragon Ball Z when they're like, when Goku's like, in order to go past Super Saiyan, you have to stay as a Super Saiyan for like a year. <laughs> The hyperbolic really? time yeah, chamber. Yeah, the hyperbolic time chamber, yeah. Wait, so did everyone that went Super Saiyan for, like, ever, they were able to do that because they went to the... Well, so, only a couple of them are ever able to become Ascended Saiyans. I think, like, so, Vegeta eventually is able to do Super Saiyan level 2, Goku can do Super Saiyan level 2, and uh, Gohan definitely can because he was the first. Trunks, it's ambiguous because he does something where he gets more powerful but is very slow. I think, yeah, I think he can be, I think he can go Mystic. Yeah, okay, anyways. Mystic Gohan is the informal name used for the form after he trains with uh, the old Supreme Kai. Yeah. Is this, like, in the new... No, this is in the end of... This is in the Boo Saga. Oh. This is a saga nobody watched. I watched the Boo Saga. I don't remember the word mystic. That's because it's not used ever in the show. Uh. It was a term fans used to explain Gohan's power-up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But anyways, enough about Dragon Ball. Let's talk about another dumb shonen. God damn it. Uh, But, yeah, so... Basically, Genkai says, you'll know when it's time to take them off. 
And, uh... <laughs> God damn it. Hey. Oh, I hate you. Y'all as I said, can't get it, girl. As I said, it, I was daddy? like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Genkai's daddy. <laughs> God damn it. So then Yusuke, it cuts back to the president. Yusuke says a magic word that varies between versions. In English, he says avitus, which doesn't mean anything. Oh, honestly, so it's a safe word. God Yeah, that's what it. I was thinking. Oh, yeah, she goes like, explicitly say a safe word. I'm like, man, they really went hard with these SM uh, references. Yeah. I forget what they said in Spanish or Japanese, mostly because I was like, Care right now. To be fair, I learned what SM means and what it is from watching like kids anime, like or in high school host club. Oh, okay. Until so really... you said that, I'm like, you're gonna have to explain. <laughs> what, you <laughs> what did you watch as a child? No, but like they said, like SM, like you're an S or you're an M. I'm like I had to Google it. You're and a then... sailor or you're a moon. Come on, <laughs> you're symphony or you're Metallica. Yeah, that's but I think true. it's more common to talk about in Japanese. Other than in the sexual sense? Maybe, yeah, I think you're right. Um, That's off topic, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not any le- It's not any more off topic than us talking about fucking Mystic Gohan. Uh, <laughs> Sextic Gohan. <laughs> so, I hate you. So yeah, so a spirit, like a spirit animal, I guess you could say, comes out. It, guess what? It's a fucking Suzaku. And not the character Suzaku, it's an actual Suzaku. It's a phoenix, guys. <laughs> Uh, because remember in the fucking Maze Castle they were all fought like their parallel universe like animal spirit animal selves and so it flies around the arena makes this cool fucking noise like and then like goes back into his body it's cool as hell it's a really cool power up cool Uh, but you know according to how powerful everyone says Yusuke is now it seems Genkai may have actually been four or even five Yusukes rather than just two Shonen math. Yeah, yeah Shonen math, y'all. What's the closing stage on Goku's? Is that like, is that is that like 12, 12 Genkais for every? Well, Goku's actually a function because you have to say when in the timeline, because uh, Goku's power varies tremendously across. <laughs> Me and Sarah just looked at each other like, "What the fuck?" I watched Dragon Ball in such a long time. I, my brain cannot handle this kind of Shonen math. It, it gets really confusing once you get to the, you get the super. Well, okay, so now we got to deal with like different timelines. If we're going what with about the timeline, where, if we're going with the timeline where Goku died of a heart disease, like clearly, like. <laughs> Genkai's oh, worth inf- no, no, that happened in the fucking oh, kid alternate in timeline. Yeah, oh, with trunks. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that, in that case, Genkai is inherently infinite amounts of Goku's because Goku's fucking dead. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that, but technically, Genkai said too. So that's been shown in that's been shown in math. Uh, feel free to show us your scorecards and tell us about how the fuck we're supposed to have calculated this. Uh, but yeah, uh, Toguro is, I did not mean to put this in all caps, it happened because I accidentally hit caps lock instead of shift. Uh, Toguro oh. is pissed Yusuke didn't take him seriously. Actually, let me do it. Toguro is pissed Yusuke didn't take him seriously. Yusuke charges and lands a sick Rendon Toguro couldn't do- doge. <laughs> Fuck you, it's supposed to say dodge. Is that, oh my god, I thought that was actually how you spelled dodge. <laughs> so I was like, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so yeah, in the Japanese version, Yusuke is obviously saying, ora, 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 but in the Spanish version, he just says, toma, toma, which effectively means, take this, take this. I think Yusuke in English just yells. Yeah. It's just, Aah! That is a more natural English reaction than trying to say, take this, take this. <laughs> Meanwhile, in, like, Spanish, they would actually be saying that. No uh, one can deflect the Toguro splash. 
Huh? Don't understand. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, Yusuke is beating the shit out of Toguro, but then backs off because he gets one like weird side glance from Toguro. And he's like, "What the fuck's up with that?" And uh, I think in the Spanish version, someone like says, "Oh, is that Yusuke's natural instinct where he wants to fight someone stronger, so he's gonna like let off so Toguro mm-hmm. can recover?" Uh, and then so Toguro looks like he's now at about zero percent because he's like All Might levels of fucked. I was up. about to bring that up. I was like, he, he reminded me of All Might. Yeah. And uh, so, spoilers by the way, in the Japanese and Latin American versions, uh, both compare the feeling of seeing Toguro like this to standing on a calm beach whose tide has like receded and it's very like you can see into the sea because it's right before tsunami's about to hit. That's terrifying. Like, yeah. I've seen videos where like the entire beach is gone because it's coming back up and eating your hole. Oh, yeah. In most of the historically recorded tsunamis before we had equipment for detecting tsunamis, the grand majority of deaths were people walking out into the ocean to, like, observe parts of the beach that they couldn't see before because they were submerged, or to get fish that had beached themselves right before the tsunami hit and killed all of them. They're like, oh, look, food, great, thanks, yeah. God. <laughs> That's, so the grand majority of people who have died in tsunamis throughout history is because of that exact phenomena. And that's what's happening right now. I'm not going to lie. I would totally be like, ooh. Oh, yeah. If you didn't know what was wow, happening. Wow, a shipwreck. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. There's probably one elder in your village who was old enough to remember the last time this happened. And he'd be telling everyone, get the fuck back inside. I'm like, oh, crazy yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, it's happening again. The that's PTSD so sad because we're like, verbatim what happened. That's exactly what <laughs> fucking like, oh, happened. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, this is probably like a thing that repeated itself throughout history. Then they ain't me starts playing. Wait, what? Then they then ain't me starts playing. Oh, god damn it. Okay, so goes a break, comes back. It starts with that music that's like the ticking clock, the da 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 You know that song. I'm not going to edit it in because I'm lazy. Uh, but Toguro says for the first time and confronted with an equal, and uh, he puts his hand up, uh, and <laughs> I had a really hard time not going to party in the USA right there. Uh, <laughs> hands up, playing myself. I, I was going to say, the air. I was gonna say, put his hands in the air, and he just didn't really care. God damn it. Puts his hands up, starts shooting energy everywhere, coalesces into a column, and then begins discharging, killing vast amounts of the audience who are not shielded. You know, it's a as party it's been in the dark it's a tournament. Party in the dark tournament. Hey. Yes, of course. White girls, white <laughs> girls, white girls. <laughs> so uh, Taguro, uh, you know, he's very—he's still very small and kind of like a stick figure, like right now amongst the charging magenta energy. Even though he's like very clearly like, uh, he turns a DMX. It's very weird. Uh, but he starts getting like hardcore. Give it to him, all right? Yeah, <laughs> super homophobic. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Uh, starts like you know getting hardcore stretched and skewed as all the energy appear- as a ball of energy appears over his head, causing an eclipse in the arena, and everyone's like blind for a while. Toguro's whole body appears uh, to be breathing and shifting into like grotesque and painful ways. That Oof. sort of reminds me of like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. His transformation oh God, sequence. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, most people forgot about that movie. It's it's a really fun movie that I would never describe as good. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think that was Sean Connery's finest work. It it was. I think the last movie Sean Connery was ever in. Wait, he's not dead. He's. Just... I was about to say. I was like, did he die? Actually, the weirdest thing is like one of the younger younger Bonds. Uh, the only Bonds that dead. Like every single James. The only Bond Bonds that like, dead. On the, yeah, the only Bonds that dead. Yes. The only Bonds that are dead. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was I think Sean Connery's last movie. But y'all should watch it if you enjoy fun. He was in like in some movies. kid movie, and uh, some Scottish ads for re- oh, reunification. Okay. I think. Oh, interesting. Uh, so 
you know, Kurama. Vote yes. <laughs> Tagoro's form is revealed, and Kurama is disturbed by the construction and movement of the muscles. So, in the Japanese and Latin American version, he says, "Oh, wow, the movement of those muscles is so weird." In the U.S. version, he straight up says, "The construction of those muscles, ingenious." Yeah, he. That's also, that's what it was like. Is I thought he always in the English of it sounded like, "Oh, it's it's perfect, it's amazing," but it's interesting how in the other. In the original and in Latin America, that he's just freaked out by it. Versus, like, why did the English one? Why did they decide to make it like, oh wow, perfection? No, I, I like it, and I like it in the U.S. version because it emphasizes, like, you know, that Krama like could tell that, like, oh, he's really thought about this, and there's like a structural change that makes sense. Oh, like I kind of like that because it adds more to the like, oh yeah, Krama's like a tactical and like scientific genius. What a nerd! Nerd. <laughs> well, try shuff- shuffing him in a locker, see what happens. Give him a swirly and yeah. a wet willy in that order. Yeah, have fun with the death plan. <laughs> yeah, and then he is just also just like, man, I can't believe this guy used to be human. You yeah, know, it's I, it's pretty ridiculous the amount yeah, that he's transformed. I like his shoulder promise. pads though. It's like he's going to join the Frieza Force so. or like a football team. <laughs> yeah, God. Um, but yeah, so Kubara tells Yusuke to attack while he's distracted, and in Yusuke's mind, he's thinking like that he couldn't even move. Uh, he can't move because he wants to see one hundred percent. You know. There, there's something here where it's just like, oh yeah, you can excuse this shit with Goku and Vegeta and Trunks because they're Saiyans, but like when Yusuke does it, it's like that's weird. That's not like a very normal human thing to think, but okay. Um, well, remember, remember when uh, everybody just like when Kurabar just let uh, older Shigoro just like regenerate and not fucking cut. Well, death? that was more to do with like my code rather than like I want to fight a really strong dude. I got. I thought. I thought. I mean, he just. Yeah, I, I just gave up. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the full transformation is revealed, and I put a note here that says, note, the fucking trapezius horns. Because, like, Toguro has these weird, like, horns growing out of his trapezius muscles, which are the muscles uh, right between your shoulders and your neck. It's very weird. Also, uh, Megan thought they were called trapezoid muscles, (laughs) which was awesome. As I said trapezius, and I was like, no, 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 that's not right. It has to be trapezoid. (laughs) And it took him to tell me that's a shape to realize I was wrong. (laughs) To be be fair, though, Joe's spelling was pretty off point on this episode, so... Instead of saying note, uh, like, Sarah pointed out that I had written, noties, (laughs) noties, the fucking trapezius horns. Oh. Yes. Joe's secretly an eighth grader. An eighth grade girl with like who's very Genki. Genki. I have no Genki. idea what that means. Genki Good, girl like, Joe. Genki girl Joe is my new right. anime. It's my new shoujo. Um, but yeah, so Shizuru says no human could beat that, and Keiko obviously gets pretty pissed off. She's like, "Don't say that. Why would you fucking say?" I mean, to be fair, why would you fucking say that? Probably because they're shocked. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy that just like uses muscles to kill. Like, half of the audience. I mean, what do you say after that? That is true. He did do that. Uh, like, what do you say after that? Like, what about if you're watching a football game and suddenly uh, Tom Brady just, like, transformed and killed half the audience? <laughs> I think I would be shook. I'd be like, holy like, shit, I, I should have been watching football this whole time. It's kind of like Goku's like, lend me your energy, but no one understands that what's going to happen, and then they all die. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is very audience participation, but in a different way. <laughs> in a different wait, wait, way. It's, so is it, I, I'm confused. Are we talking about the time where he shoots the lasers or he sucks? He has the good suck. I hate you. <laughs> no, so, but seriously, though, which part is it? Is it the lasers or the... the... It's the it's the spirit bomb. 
Okay, the, where he's like shooting. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure I was getting those off. Track. <sighs> I hate you. So uh, Kubara wondered why he couldn't feel Tagoro's power before this, and now realizes if he had, he would have just fucking died. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, my mind would have been blown so hard, I would have actually died. Which turns out to later we'll find out that's not the reason. There is actually a reason. It's oh. not that. They talk about it in season three, like why Kubara suddenly was not as good at noticing people's spirit energy besides him being an idiot. I know this arc is like pretty long, but is this considered just season one and two? And like... Depends where who you're asking about the season divisions, because mm-hmm. in certain season divisions, these episodes are technically part of season three. Oh, okay. like the final oh. round is technically part of season three. Okay. While in other divisions, this is the end of season three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's okay. different divisions. By like, if different you just companies. do like just by numbers, like this is yeah. Like if you go three. by sagas, which I think is the most common way yeah. of the Spirit Detective saga, the Dark Tournament saga, this is the end of the of the mm-hmm. second saga. Right. No, okay. it'd be the third saga because there's the resurrection arc and then the other. So it depends how you're doing. There's also some contention amongst the arc versus saga thing as well. Yeah! No standardization! Fuck it! How about we just call it episode 61 through 64? Oh, man. Shonen organization. (laughs) Shonen library science. We did it, y'all. Library science? No, library science is a thing. Oh, yeah. It really kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is, but, like... I had a class on, like, how to use a Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, now library science is mostly, like, how do you assemble, like, the best archive, like, in a way that's, like, easily, like, uh, you know easily segmentable through, like, different means of classification. It's called getting a computer science degree. Well, no, so it's effectively (laughs) a specialized... It's effectively a specialized computer science thing. Well, computer science, information retrieval, and customer service. Fun fact. Oh, sorry. sorry. After college, I tried to... I was, like, looking for jobs, and, like, librarian came up. You have to have a master's degree. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. I was, like, at my city library, need a master's degree? Oh, shit. It makes sense, but, like... I didn't know that either. I... I was like, I'm not qualified for that. Yeah, I was going to say, librarians are, like, really highly trained individuals now. Yeah. Really? Because it's so specialized? Yeah. No, (laughs) like, there are people who volunteer at libraries who people often call librarians, but they're technically just volunteers who work with librarians. Okay, I was going to say, because the people checking out, I don't think they have masters. We'll leave it there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... I'm not not trying to talk shit, but it's like, I don't... Everything's on my computer anyway now. You just, like, slide the bind and then... Okay, Okay, uh, so Koenma thinks uh, he wishes Yusuke had, you know, met Genkai a year earlier, which, yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, So Toguro demonstrates a new power that he didn't have before, where he just flicks his thumb so hard. I think this might vary between English, between the U.S. version and the Latin American and Japanese, but in Japanese and the Latin American version, he flicks his fingers so hard that the air gets pressurized to a degree that it's effectively a bullet. While it made it sound in the U.S. version, this is me remembering from years ago that he was like shooting demon energy or something. Or how did they describe it in the U.S.? Mm, I thought he just picked up a rock and just tossed it at him. I think it was actually more like air. Oh, okay. In so the, in the English, it might be more consistent than I yeah. remember. Okay, that's cool. Either way, these cave, like his forehead got all like it got cut, and then he had to like um, basically block like all these. Um, air bullets with his when they in Tagoro was like it was a ricochet. There was Tagoro wasn't um, letting up. I don't know. It's like I I don't remember, I don't remember this stuff at all. So I was kind of shook. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't realize they came from air. I was just like, is it like pieces of his little skin? Yeah, because <laughs> the, the way they showed his muscle was supposed to be indicating the amount of power behind it, but it kind of looks like it's pumping something into his hand, yeah. which I think why when I watched it when I was younger in English, I assumed he was shooting something into his hand to shoot out. Maybe it's like, uh, like he's a Pez dispenser of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining like Pez of deadly energy. It's like shooting off, his nails are going to shooting off his nail clippings. God damn, that's oh, disgusting. God, that'd be so gross. But yeah, so Yusuke is using like you know spirit energy to block these things. But like he's like saying he's getting like worn out just trying to block this. And the ricochets are so powerful; they're breaking apart stones that are around him to just emphasize. Tagoro's barely doing anything; literally just flicking uh, air at a dude, and it's still like you know beating the shit out of Yusuke. I remember someone saying, I think it was Jury, she's like, I don't know if he just got tired, but like I don't know what he she said, but she was saying that essentially. Taguro just got tired of it. Like, he was, yeah. he was like, ah, too many times. Yeah, fuck this, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Yusuke tries to do spirit Superman punch Taguro, who just blocks it with his thumb, because, you know, fuck off, I do, uh, my dude. And uh, he punches Yusuke so hard in the elbow that he partially dislocates it and instantly forms bruises on Yusuke's arm. Oh, yeah, that one felt... I felt that one. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. So Yusuke's like, oh, time to go back to Old Faithful. Shoots a fucking spirit gun straight at Tagoro, like, right by him. And uh, Tagoro does something that I think varies pretty strongly between the Latin American, U.S., and Japanese versions. Japanese version is explained with a martial arts concept from karate mm-hmm. called a kiai, which is, like, you're effectively screaming at something and, in mysticism, releasing, like, some of your chi to block something. Oh, or to scare someone in the case of actual karate. I was like, yeah, yeah, like like that. And so he blocks the spirit gun using just that, you know, crazy. And like everyone's like, oh my god, you blocked it with just the ki. In the Latin American version and the U.S. version, where there's not as much cultural awareness of what the fuck that is, they're like, yeah, he flexed his pecs so fucking hard <laughs> that he formed a booby shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I'm like, was that really a better explanation than just trying to explain Ki? But okay, cool. Got those tactical tauntauns. Yeah, that's damn. That's episode title. It could be easier to be like his spirit energy was so strong he hardened it to like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's been... there's a lot of better ways they could have handled this than just like just having his boobs get big and then not explaining it. But boobs. damn, does he have a good rack? Anyways, the deadliest rack, one hundred percent, one hundred percent terror. Catch. Uh, Tagoro teleports in front of him, you know, he not only, he doesn't not, nothing personal kid him, he says everything personal kid, and, uh, hooks Yusuke's shirt, grabbing him, and then tells him that he won't survive the fight if that's all he has, and then punches Yusuke so hard, he goes into the third, like, level of the stadium. Not the third floor, like, the third collection of floors, and, like, that's approximately a thousand feet away from my guesstimate. I'm not liking how his arm is getting, like, 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 gray-colored when he punches it. Oh, yeah. I mean... That's, like, getting kind of... Instant bruising, dog. What color do you guys bruise? Uh, purple. I do... I blue, I think. Purple. More purple. But that's... I'm like... Let's I have a lot of yellow undertone in my skin, so... Yeah, mine's, mine's, like, dark purple, and so I, I wonder if it just has to do with just skin tone, or if there's, like, other aspects as well. But, like, I mean, Patrick's being blue would make sense, I guess, so maybe it is just skin tone. I don't know. I'm going to refrain from making an iPhone 65 joke. God damn it. I don't know what that is. Blew his blues with a blue little, little window, window. Oh, blue right. and everything blue is blue for him and, and himself and everybody, and everybody around him. So he ain't got, got nobody to listen to. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the episode? Uh, 
that arm thing, like, freaked me out. I think, like, that was, like, the one thing I remember from this episode was, like, ah, his arm! Yeah, that one... Oh, oh my god. I felt it as well. Actually, I think as soon as I watched it, I grabbed my arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh my god. Protect the arm. Oh, I, I just remembered something that I didn't note. But you know when they showed Genkai applying the spirit cuffs? Uh-huh. Uh, aside from the apparent linguistic racism, span, uh, linguistic gender issues of Spanish, uh, there was this weird fucking thing where in the Japanese version and the US version, they just said, like, gibberish for, like, her making the incantation. You know, it was various, like... Like, in the Japanese one, it's like, these sound sort of like Japanese words, but aren't. Yeah. And the U.S. version, they're like, these sound like magic words that fucking Merlin would say in like our Latin-y, gibberish. Like, yeah, Latin E, but not actually Latin. I was like, it's kind of like Harry Potter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> whatever, but, whatever. Because it's opera In the Spanish version, he just, they just straight up actually said, like, Spanish infinitive verbs, and I was like, why are you, what Wait, the f- Spanish infinitive verbs? What does that mean? Just like, you know, the root form of verbs, like, to something, oh. but they were, like, old verbs, like, that no one uses anymore, and I was like, what a weird, I mean, it's like, I get it, I get that that's <laughs> it's magic. It's like, old magic. Yeah, but I'm like, what a weird choice, instead of, I don't know, just saying the same thing as the Japanese version, or, yeah, I guess. Like, cool, run, cool choice. sit, climb, <laughs> yeah. be. <laughs> No, it's it, it'd be more like I'm. I'm trying to think of like since to, to reflect the oldness, it would be more like hoist, you know, like divulge, like shit like that. It's like what are moat. you doing? Yeah. Did you say vote? Moat. Oh, moat. moat. <laughs> vote. Uh, but no, moat's much better. But yeah, weird episode. Uh, kind of sets up where things are gonna go. This is a uh, this is the uh, ass pull power up battle to end all ass pull power up battles. Even worse than uh, Frieza versus Goku. I, like, so I say this is an asshole thing, but I actually think there's good reason in this case. Like, uh, I recently rewatched the Super Eye Patch Wolf Why You Should Watch Yu Hakusho video, and he explains that oftentimes power ups in this show are directly related to emotional development in ways that are actually like well structured. And I believe that for this fight, frankly. That's actually really nice. That's a nice, nice little uh, an- analogy. What is that? Uh, analysis. Analysis. <laughs> analogy, Words. analysis. Whatever. Trapezoid, trapezius. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, so, episode 63, Yusuke's Despair, a.k.a. Yusuke, A Trial to the Limits of Sorrow, which is a way better name. That's cool as hell. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. That's usually I don't like the Japanese name because they're either too spoilery or they're too, like, too long. long and cumbersome, but this one's good. This yeah. One's good. So, uh, Tagoro begins to suck the souls of the spectators in the... Oh, God damn it. In order to enrage the fallen so Muramashi... So, would that be the good suck? No, that is the worst suck. suck. The worst can, you, suck? can you cut in that noise where the lady with the grapefruit... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I've what never are... seen the grapefruit blowjob that... thing. Oh, no. Oh. What are you I'll talking you about? I'll you later. Oh, God. It's, this it's, sounds... it's like a lady trying to teach you how to please your man, but, like, she cuts a grapefruit in half and, she and like, cuts off, like, the bottom so you can, like, stick a penile through it. A and penile, like she yeah. like <laughs> she twists the grapefruit and like goes down on the dildo because obviously it's not a real dick and like she makes this noise and like you have to hear it for yourself and he goes <laughs> oh it's so bad it's so gross you should cut it once he's nice and erect what you're gonna do is replace the grapefruit you oh can't see God. it but I'm like I'm disgusted wow. right now I'm laughing but I'm disgusted. <laughs> Oh man! If you guys haven't seen it, that's internet gold. Okay, so I'm gonna. You, you, know, I wonder if you're, you know, I've noticed that too. That there's like beers replacing woman with grapefruit as well. So I, I wonder if it's. Like burn. So I'm wondering if like the grape. Well, I mean, you know, it's like you know, tongue stuff. So it's like. 
Anyways, <laughs> speaking of tongue stuff, Taguro begins to suck the souls of the spectators in order to enrage the fallen Urameshi and brings out its full power. But Taguro soon learns that the best way to provoke Yusuke is to kill one of his friends. <laughs> so yeah, resumes uh, with a repeat of the ending of the last episode. So Taguro punches Yusuke into the fucking stands again. Wait, again as in repeating it? Or no, again it's, as the, it's, the same, it's the same footage with different filters and different music on it. I got you. I thought, I thought he did it like twice. That, he'd he'd, he'd have had to have gone up there, pulled him back down, and then punched him again. <laughs> like set him back down in the spot, I, adjusted. I mean, Maybe he punched him in a way that's almost like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> he, he punched him already bounced. So shown in physics. <laughs> I, I can't wait till you get to Hunter Hunter where that actually happens. Oh my god. Does actually? Yeah. It's like wow. Popeye magic. Uh, <laughs> well, one guy has a power that is like gum. I'll put it that way. Oh, Hisoka. Oh, don't spoil I mean, but... oh, is that... Re- oh, it is. Never oh, mind, boy. continue. Yeah, can you swim, though? <laughs> What's up? Can you swim, though? Yeah, he can He can swim. He, okay, he, his so. body isn't like gum. His his energy is like gum. I think he, he describes it as, it's like gum, but also rubber, I guess. I think he, he kind of missed both. my brother. He does it both. Yeah. yeah. I think you kind of missed the reference. I was no, thinking. I know what you okay. were going for. You are going for One Piece. Okay, but... I thought... Okay. He can't swim? Yeah, anyone who's had any of those fruits can't swim. That's a weird weakness. Yeah, in a world that's fucking about no. pirates. Well, yeah, it's supposed to like kind of equalize, like, like okay, yeah, the, because it's like if you have these like basically otherworldly powers, because uh, like okay, I'm just gonna go into like a One Piece. Your excuse me, we did a bunch of bullshit. So in one, if you guys are familiar with One Piece, and I don't know how you are unless you're living in a cave. I'm- I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I've never seen One Piece. <laughs> it's actually really it's it's a, it's one of the longest running animes. Um, it's a lot. There's a lot of it, but if you have the time, it is really fun. Trust me. Once you hit episode 250, it becomes Stockholm syndrome. So <laughs> you kind of can't help. Is but it still going? It's still yeah, going. It's still the manga is still going, and oh, it's been going yeah. since '97. It's one of the few. Currently running manga that is older than Hunter Hunter. Is it the oldest, longest running shonen anime manga? Uh, no, shonen. Detective Conan's actually. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, Conan is. There's actually one that's like some weird old anime from '67 that's actually still running. Oh, I can't Shizua, remember. Like the family manga? No, it was like something like it was like some superhero bullshit. But I forget what it is. But I know what you're talking about. But there's another one that's like more. Famous that's like not as long running but nearly. It's called a uh, Gogol Thirteen. Oh, Gogol Thirteen is the shit. Yeah, that's that's Seinen though, because it's it's about like an assa- It's like a, about a sniper assassin who just routinely sleeps with prostitutes. Hey, hey. I like how it's still popular today. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, I mean it's James Bondish. It's like you know, yeah, yeah, effectively. So it's just equalize because yeah. they're all in one. Yeah, because it's like. Yeah, basically, because it's like a world of pirates surrounded by the ocean. For the most part, everyone's like a normal human. So when they eat like the devil fruit, they're like suddenly these super powered people. But because they're like, yeah, you can have these great powers, but you can't swim. You just like sink in water, like you're that heavy, or like yeah, it's not even heavy. It's just like you can't. You just can't even if you paddle. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah, you erase it from your brain. You know what would suck? Like, you're, like, a prize swimmer, and, like, your opponent, like, sneaks in a little... That's fucked up. Well, <laughs> to be fair, if you came across one of these fruits that are so valuable, you yeah. wouldn't... You wouldn't, like, you would, you wouldn't want to give it away. Like, even yeah. if it had, like, the dumbest power, you would <laughs> like still... Like, rubber. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> they're like, 
Trevor. <laughs> he like, tries to swim. He just stretches his arms halfway across the pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! What happened? No. Well, as soon as like if you get knee, knee if you ha- if you're like a devil fruit user, as they call it, as soon as you get into water, that's um, still water and at least knee. Um, it's up to your knees. Then you can't use your powers. You can't swim. You're basically. So if you land face first in this water, like a bath or something, could you die or like you can get out of that? Um, I feel like they really. If I, I'm trying to remember. So is this They're the anti-free? <laughs> this is the anti-free. Yeah, it's the anti-free. Water is not your. The water is not their best friend. They're shower people. Yeah, I they're shower people. <laughs> they shower people. They don't not like bath um, people. Got it. Yeah, so like just to just to show like you know just some of the reason power equalization is necessary like early in the series when luffy is still super inexperienced there's a point where there's a giant lion that is on fire that he suplexes by like spinning his arms around each other in order to make a giant corkscrew and doing like a giant like fucking suplex that goes takes him across town and then just like destroys this lion by like breaking its back cool <laughs> yeah so that's why he needs to not be able to swim <laughs> they equal but you don't really understand why. <laughs> oh man where were you <laughs> wait one, one last thing about one piece for some reason their aura system's called hockey like i'm assuming it's h-a-k-i like in yep. yeah. letters but like i'm thinking h-o-c-k-e-y <laughs> yeah it's called hockey uh, you know, but anyways, Wayne Gretzky's really, he, he took a devil <laughs> for it in. Yeah, big hockey guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Takura's basically just telling off Yusuke about not giving um, their fight, like, 100%. And he's like, oh, I could kill you right now with one arm, but I know you can do more than that. I know what you... It's the with, most abusive dad. From, yeah, and with what you... Re- what you got from Genkai, you could do better. I'm disappointed in you. I could kill you right now. You're gonna beat up your old man. It's like holy shit. <laughs> Just give him a beer bottle in his hand. Yeah. Just a white beater. beater. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this guy weird. Hey, if you guys can Photoshop that, send it to Patrick. Get no. So uh, you know, Quenma is like, oh yeah, this this battle desire must just be born from his demon side, and Taguro takes pretty extreme uh, umbrage to this. Because he's like, no, this is some shit I think about consciously. And, like, you know, my body itself has, like, all these strong instincts, but I hold them back all the time. Like, check this out. And then he opens up his fucking trapezius horns. He's like, now I guess people are gonna die. Fuck it. (laughs) He's getting getting really horny, so he needs to get that suck going. God. (laughs) So, you know, going along with that, in the U.S. version, he says, my body only has impulses that quickly fade away unless I will them. <laughs> All right. Hold it in. Hold it in. And he thought the elder Tagura was the weird one. <laughs> to be fair, younger Tagura is normal most of the time. Yeah, this true. got weird. <laughs> I mean, once you once you show yourself and or open about it, you mean it's gets kind of weird, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he just being him, you know. You gotta not hate. Yeah, just let him live. Let, let him live his best no life. No king shaming, guys. Yeah, exactly. No being. Don't be like that. Where are we? Uh, so Chiguro starts uh, consuming the souls of the audience by vacuuming them in. Notice I said vacuuming instead of sucking. <laughs> Thank you. And he threatens these case friends and the and the weaker demons who can't defend themselves. Um, that it'll take about twenty minutes um, until he basically consumes everyone that's in the stadium. 
<laughs> It'd be funny. He has like a little switch on his back, and it's like reverse and and <laughs> like an actual vacuum. That'd be amazing. It's, it's like you see the, the shoulder and replace it with vacuums. <laughs> People go into the wrong bodies. He's like, ah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> like the Scooby Doo movie. I've never seen the Scooby Doo movie. The live action Scooby Doo movie. Oh yeah. So like so the plot line is that like they're mystery gang, and then they realize they hate each other, so they split off. They get a mystery call and go on to, like, a vacation where um, they go into this, like, magic island, like, pleasure island type of deal. And, like, ooh, ooh, I didn't watch fun. this one. And, like, <laughs> there's, like, Ferris wheels and, like, teen, I guess they're teenagers making it. I don't know. Um, but at the end, like, you find out, like, they're real monsters and they're sucking the souls out of, like, the, inha- like, the inhabitants but, of the island yeah. and putting them in a big pot. And, like, uh filling their souls with monster souls so like nice yeah it was a really it's like, it's creepy, like get out yeah it was really scary actually <laughs> and at one point all the gang gets different souls in their bodies because like some mishap happens oh no i'm worried about who who got velma's body uh fred at one point oh and man. fred goes the... ooh titties like he really does oh i think that's kind of first i think it was for, that he got daphne's body oh daphne oh. and then velma. Uh, well that's inferior shaggy gets velma like all the boys and the girls switch and then yeah. the girls yeah. and the boys switch and then they... i don't freddie got the worst end of that yeah <laughs> velma's the best scooby, scooby is the one who got he's stuck with his original soul Yo, oh yeah yeah, yeah that was scoops. It. Scoops. no velma is definitely the hottest gotcha anyways Daphne versus Velma. This actually is a good segue. Okay, so Shaggy versus Taguro. Who would win? Are we talking about Scrappy Doo versus Taguro? Are we talking about Shaggy Blanco? Yeah, Shaggy Blanco. Hey, you just made time for Shaggy Blanco discussion. Who do you think would win? Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Come on. Who do you think would win a fight? Ultra Instinct Shaggy or Taguro? Ultra wait. Ultra Instinct Shaggy. My roommate just got back, guys. We're asking about Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Don't understand what that is. Yeah, you have to watch Dragon Ball Super. Oh. Anyways, this is an internet joke where apparently Shaggy is like OP now. It's like, yeah, I can only be on the set with him like one, like for ten minutes, or else I would just. It's die this really instantly. weird meme that that came about in the like past couple weeks. Yeah, it's um, really weird, but yeah. it's also very funny. But anyways, uh, so. Man, this people make a run it. for it. People make a run for it, and uh, I don't know why, but Sakio just being a dick decides to trap everyone inside by pressing a button that puts a bunch of 2001: A Space Odyssey style monoliths around the arena. Oh, is that is that the one that's like it looks like little skin things, or is that something else? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't describe them. They look like a look like um like dried you know dried skin looks. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Sort of like that. I know that, but like. Up. So 2001 A Space Odyssey is... Sorry, I'm trying to figure out... Have you guys seen 2001? Yeah. Uh, I haven't. Like, not years ago. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm done. That's the one where the monkey is standing in front of a black, like, television screen in the desert. Oh, oh no, I, I got confused for a later scene. Oh, you mean, like, the giant statue that's around the arena? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, that, I got that. confused. Sorry about that. Yeah, so that's surrounding the arena... I don't know why Sakya wants to keep people here. Do you guys have like a good explanation for this other than being a dick? Because he's a massive. The more consume, the more stronger he gets, right? Yeah. That's what my assumption was. I I feel maybe maybe it's just to convince your Meshi to go all out because it's like they will die. Oh, yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I sure. It, or he's just like, I love taking risks. Mm. What's more risky than just. Maybe killing everyone, including myself. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, if I if I lose, I die anyway. So yeah, yeah. 
So the demons aren't going down uh, without a fight, so they attack Tagoro, who fucking destroys them. I mean, technically, they did go down without a fight. <laughs> yeah, damn. This was right. their fight was to run into death. <laughs> yeah. He literally was like, Psh, and just like disintegrated all of them. So Tagoro effectively says, like, oh yeah, wouldn't want to, you know, you know, wouldn't want to get in mine in Yusuke's way. And Yusuke's pissed off because he's like, don't fucking compare me to you. This is your fault. Um, so the demons, you know, switch sides and start cheering for Yusuke. Which, uh, Kuwabara and a couple others Damn take on bandwagon fans. Yeah, they're, they're just like, oh, fucking bandwagon assholes. It's, it's like when, like, you're, you're the team that's underdogs winning, they, like, have all the stickers and they lose and no one cares anymore. Yeah. Goddamn bandwagon fans. Or if you're into K-pop, you're suddenly a BTS fan and you're, after not liking them for years. That was just my little reference right there. That's fine, I mean, Is also, that what happened? Like, I, I guess. There's a lot... Well, I don't know. What's the K-pop drama? The K-pop yeah, tell us drama? about the K-pop yeah, tea. Oh my God, tell us so about the K-pop drama. tea. K-pop drama segment, go. Well, basically, I mean, I'm a fan of BTS, but I wouldn't say that I'm, like, a mega fan. Right. Um, but there's, like, a lot of people who get passionate either way, and um, basically it's like, oh, either you're, like, super hardcore um into bts and you think like oh they're better than k-pop as a whole or versus like you don't like bts at all and you are like oh bts is the worst they're only popular because america notices them and you insert whatever band that you like better and I don't know, there's a lot of K-pop drama. I could go on for a whole podcast about this. So, so fans were- don't get along with K-pop. With K-pop fans don't they, like they love K-pop battery. but they hate loving it. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, I think what happens with any fandom if there's usually one thing that you like yeah oh shit is he showering I mean it's his house too well coming back from a break prompted by uh, my roommate taking a shower we all had to watch we joined in yeah hell yeah just the boys yeah Yeah. me and Sarah $50 hey just guy things I'll write you a check that's actually pretty cheap (laughs) anyway Japanese bathhouse anyways uh, so yeah the demons aren't going down without a fight to grow beats the shit out of them Yusuke gets pissed off that he's being compared to him so the demons switch to Yusuke's side Fairweather fans uh, Tsuguro starts beating Yusuke to death. Me. That's where we're at right now. Uh, Keiko kind of goes into a catatonic state and begins remembering, like, their childhood, like, her childhood with Yusuke. And she can't believe what's happening right now to such a degree that she says it must be a dream. And she calls out Yusuke's name. Yusuke, like, thinks, you know, like, about her. And it plays that same music that played when, uh, Pooh was bringing him water during the, in the cave. And it goes to Yusuke having flashbacks to running from Keiko and then falling into a canal uh, this starts this confusing thing that's happening between a flashback and a dream because it shows Yusuke with a crowd of kids, but mm-hmm. they're very clearly based on people he didn't meet till he was older. They include Kuwabara, who he did know as a kid, but it also includes Hie, Kurama, and Koenma, and then a bunch of question marks, like, but as kid forms. And I they thought slowly... it was just a general, I thought it was just a representation of, uh, 
him losing friends over the years because of his attitude. Well, it is, except that the people that it shows are definitely the people I just said. Like, so, if you look at them. So maybe it's like a, his fear if, of losing everyone that he's become close to Ooh, recently. I, like I, I think oh. that's the case, yeah. And so they, they slowly disappear, and it's just Yusuke and Keiko. And she effectively says, yeah, like, let's go back home. And then it has this freaky fish island shot of Taguro showing up behind Keiko and fucking King Kong style pulling her away and saying, you can't go home, you're a meshy. <laughs> and he just starts doing skateboarding vids. Yeah, he's saying that because of the fish islands. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm funny, right, guys? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it took so, me a minute to like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so Taguro, it returns back to real life and Taguro stomps on Yusuke, driving him into the ground. And uh, Koto, Koto starts getting affected by the aura and like is like kind of like, oh no... And so Chu and Rinku show up to protect her, putting a uh, putting a shield around her, and uh, it shows George in the background <laughs> conspicuously being left out of the aura and being like, hey, me, come on, guys! Poor oh, George. Yeah, but Botan says uh, she can't bear losing someone after having lost Genkai. And then the disembodied voice of an old lady, we're not sure who yet, just starts saying something, and then it cuts to something else, so not sure what's going on there. Kind of sounds like the masked fighter. Yeah, it's weird. Who oh, is wow. the disembodied voice? Spider. It's Keiko's future self. Yeah, that's it. She'll start smoking. I don't know if you know this. But uh, Taguro sends a pressure wave uh, towards the girls, and it cuts to break. Oof. And it turns out he, when we get back from the break, that Taguro had actually purposely missed just to show what could happen to them if Yusuke doesn't um, put his 100% into their battle. Um, so Yusuke gets all fired up and charges up, gets up, and goes at Taguro, landing a pretty good hit, but Taguro um, basically gets snaps back into sense and slaps Yusuke across the stadium um, into like a pile of probably already broken uh, stadium. At this point, it seems like at least maybe 25% of the stadium is left standing. Yeah, I'd say maybe even only like fifteen percent of the people are still alive, because it's pretty cleared out. Yeah, and they're and they're all still dying. They're like getting getting sucked into dispirited. His... Yeah, dispirited. Ex ex spiritus. Uh, they so get, they're getting spirited away. That's pretty good. That's better than what I said. Uh, so Yusuke is uh, pissed, and no, no, no. So Pooh is revealed to be possessed by Genkai, who gives Tuguro a helpful idea. It's like you know, if you want to make Yusuke stronger. How about you kill one of his friends? Dude, let's do it. I mean, it's a good suggestion. I like it. Spoilers, did you guys see the new Broly movie? Uh, yes. Another person formerly voiced by Linda Young had a similar idea. Hmm. Huh. Wait, huh. Lin- wait, Linda Young does the voice of... Not uh, Linda Young. Who? Wait, is it Linda Young? Who's it is that? Linda Young that does the voice of Frieza. Yeah. Would oh, I just spoil that shit? Well, yeah, Genkai and, Genkai and Frieza are like the same... Uh, person, but but in the Broly movie, Frieza is no longer the same voice actress. They switched to someone else. Oh, but, really? but so it's not Linda Young. That's the voice of her. Yeah, it's it was... not Linda Young anymore. It's someone who does an androgynous voice, but sounds more male. I gotcha. Probably yeah. probably didn't like her sound like she smoked fifty packs. Of well, also Linda Young is quite old, so probably she just oh, doesn't uh, want to do it anymore. I thought you said I thought you were gonna say she was dead. And no, like, oh, no, no, no. She's just she's. Pretty old. Well, like in Japan, they work till they're like. Well, yeah, it's the U.S. Yeah. and I think, yeah, like probably don't get paid or respected as much. So, oh, it's yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's also it. true. Did, did, did I was I was curious. I always thought they worked because they didn't get paid that well. 
in Japan? No, in Japan they get paid pretty well. Oh, if that's... you're like a top tier. Yeah, if you're top tier, yeah. yeah. If you're like low tier, you're maybe doing things for free probably. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, free, I mean, but... You, you make enough to live. While in the US, oftentimes people do it as a side gig for actual acting or a side gig for just random shit. Yeah. Or they'll replace you with uh, famous people. Oh yeah, that happens. Uh, just look at Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Yusuke is pissed and says that Genkai is full of shit and like starts berating her. To which Pooh slaps him with one of uh, his ears, and by that I mean the Pooh possessed by Genkai, and uh, says a different thing in the different languages, but I think the US version is the best, like something to the effect of like when you lack the strength to lead, you lose the privilege of getting what you want. And uh, it's it's a pretty fucking harsh, like, this is the harshest lesson you can teach someone, but it's it's the truth, frankly. It's better for one friend to die for this than for all of them to die. Damn. But uh, Tagoro, like, effectively flicks Pooh away, mentions, like, yeah, I had thought about that previously, but I thought it was distasteful, but here I go. He's like, good idea. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's roll it. Yeah. So, yeah, and then he looks over to um, the guys and... Which causes him to kind of get freaked out, and he's like, hmm, which one should I kill off? And he straight up just um, points at Kuwabara as like, you. And it's, I noticed that you, you're very, um, you say he's very protective over you, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. He's like the Negan of the series. Damn. God. He just needs a baseball bat. So uh, Tagoro starts walking that way, and Yusuke like unleashes a bunch of ineffectual barrages at Tagoro that Tagoro just keeps on slapping him away. And Yusuke keeps trying, you know, God bless his heart, but nothing's happening. Uh, so this intersperses with shots of Kuwabara's growing resolve, where he's basically like, uh, I guess I have to fucking die, like, gotta do this. And he and Kurama are prepared to defend Kuwabara and are talking about it, but Kuwabara is notab- notably missing from that discussion as if he's, like, entertaining an entirely different thought. Kuwabara asked himself why Genkai even suggested this. And uh, Tagoro then, nothing personal, behi- uh, nothing personal kids behind Yusuke, and pushes Yusuke into the ground, but not in a forceful way, in a very slow, devastating way, mm-hmm. to the point where they show on screen, I think it was, I, was it Katakana? That it's, effectively yeah. said, like, I'm, I'm not strong, or I'm it's powerless. Uncom- yeah. It, it's like, I, I thought it was, it kind of seemed Eva-esque. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's very Eva-esque. Uh, was it, it came out before Eva, didn't, Eva, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it was in that same band, I guess. Yeah, but, uh... Kubara says uh, Kuenma already saved his life on the fight, so you know there's no reason for for you to have to do this. And then Kubara declares his desire to die and says different things in the different versions. And surprisingly, I actually really like the Latin American version here, which is different than the U.S. or Japanese line. In the Latin American version, it says as the sky is blue, Kubara is a man. And the reason that that's actually like a really interesting point there is because in like romance languages. The color for blue, originally at least, is based on the color of the sky. Oh. Like, so it is saying that Kuwabara is the prototype for all men to be. It's not just that Kuwabara is the manliest. It is, no, Kuwabara is man. Huh. Oh. I mean. Interesting. That's different. Because, like, well, in the English one, he's like, a, a mulberry is a tree, Kuwabara is a man. And what's, <laughs> weird, it. what's weird about that in the English it. version is that's actually... Based on Japanese. Yeah. Because uh, Kuwabara is, I think it's just a mulberry tree, right? Yeah, that's yep. what it's yeah. meaning. Like Sakura is. Yeah. And so it's, the US version is just like a, hey, we'll take a very literal concept from Japanese and not explain it. <laughs> so Latin American and the US version one, like, traded roles there in terms of translation. But uh, Tagoro stabs him right in the heart. 
who Kovara then exsanguinates right in front of him. That's a vocab word. It means to exsanguinate means to bleed out. Oh. Shonen vocab. Yeah, shonen vocab, baby. And I guess his blood congeals on the floor. I, I don't understand. Oh, are you just going with Blood congeals? congeals okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm trying to be fancy, but nice, it's not nice. really that fancy. So in the Latin American version, uh, Kubara says, you know, mi muerte no sea en vano, like, you know, my death is not in vain. In the U.S. version, he says, make my death count. I don't know what he said in Japanese. Something yeah. like that? He was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, oh, rip, fin, f- beat them for me, Ryusuke. Press that for respects, baby. <laughs> wow. So there's a blur over the next couple shots. And uh, Taguro asks Yusuke, is it necessary for me to kill someone else? And it's like, yeah, that's what's like, uh, and then Yusuke gets up in slow motion, and then, wait, does he? It's a, was oh, it? No, he does it behind Taguro. Oh, okay. I, I wrote Yusuke, nothing personal behinds Yusuke, but I meant to say Yusuke, nothing personal behind <laughs> For a second, for a second I thought like that, I thought that some was... other really shit if he's able to do that. For a second, <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, for a second I thought that's a soccer, and I thought you were going to make it one of the soccer strangling jokes. I don't know. Oh. You see that? Where everyone's you strangling. Sasuke strangling Sasuke, jokes? yeah, so I don't watch shit, so I don't know. Damn. Uh, so Taguro feels a chill run up his spine for the first time in like 50 years, and of course, Struggle of Sadness starts playing, because why wouldn't it? It always plays. So uh, Yusuke starts lightly glowing red and white in a sea of, like, a blue aura. And uh, people start saying, like, oh, his aura feels cold. Like, you know, I can feel his emotions. Yeah, I think in the, I think in the, that's literally what they say in the English show. is like, I can feel his feelings from here. Yeah, uh, Toguro then says, it appears it was enough. And the episode ends. Ooh. Wow. So much happens in this episode. What do you guys think about the death of Kuwabara? I thought it was pretty awesome. Pretty metal. Yeah, he he went out at lick a band. Made my death count. He also I'm not sure how it is in the other um uh, in the other language dubs, but I feel like in the English dub that's the first time that he actually calls Yusuke Yusuke before it's always you're a That's that's actually really interesting. That's a good point. I yeah. wonder if that was in the Japanese version too, because there it'd be more even even more meaningful. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. Ah, I wish I'd Oh, I, I'm sorry, guys. I fucked up. Yeah. But yeah. If, oh, you just did, in case you didn't know, like you. culturally, calling someone by their last name in Japan is a little more formal. Um, only really close friends and family call you by your first name generally. Mm-hmm. First name without any honorific. Like that's a very, it's a very uh, close person to do. So if he just called him Yusuke, that's like y'all best friends. <laughs> yeah. That's why uh, previously when Toguro revealed that he knew Genkai in the Japanese version just to indicate like how close they were, all he had to say was Genkai rather than Genkai-san or like we knew each other, Genkai just referring Chan. to her as Genkai over the microphone. <laughs> oh. Everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't like... You might not have been at the recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I just remember making special mention of it, but like I think this is like another really good example of that, so mm-hmm. thank you for the precise explanation. But yeah, yeah, it's a good episode. Like, lots fucking happened. And, like, obviously this is the Krillin exploding moment of, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. I also kind of like, um, I kind of, not just in this episode, but in past episodes, the imagery, especially with the use of color, it, it's surprising that Yusuke being, like, the good guy is usually has, like, the blue versus the bad side would be, like, to grow. Or, at least in this moment. Or did I just mix it up? All right, let me go. I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. like 
Use case the red while the bad guys are blue. I'll put it this way. Uh, people noticed. Or person noticed. Individual noticed. Mm-hmm. King Yama noticed. Oh. I thought he was in Dragon Ball Z. He's, he's in this too. I mean, we have, wait, we've talked about this, right? King Mountain. Yeah, King Mountain, baby. <laughs> uh, it's me, the Mountain King. But no, no, so Koenma's dad is Enma, who, Enma yeah. Dayo, which is yeah, also no. just King Yama. Yeah, I was trying to make a joke. Oh, okay, well, shit. It went, I, yeah, I know that usually symbolizes something with the color blue contrasting with red. And I, like the ogre story? Yeah, like the ogre story. I think also, like, right now, the way I'm entering it is because, like, Yusuke is the one who's probably at the most emotionally vulnerable. Mm. Like, he has every right to be angry. That's probably why he's more coated with red versus mm. Siguro, who's also just as invested in this fight, but not as... Like, emotion- like emotionally... Yeah. Emotionally buried. That he he's, has that more cooler color scheme, mm. uh, more detached um, symbolism. I'll leave my thoughts with, I think there's more than one reason. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you guys think, oh, I know you guys know, or like, do you think, how final do you think deaths are in this? Because like, we kind of saw Genkai Spirit come back and like. <laughs> Not that final. Yeah. <laughs> do we, do we think who literally got back from life like the first episode, so. <laughs> Is about. Hey, I can confirm this is not a joke. Kuwabara does not come back to life. <laughs> oh, what do you think? Because this is your first time watching through. Well, I mean, we watched the OVA and he was obviously alive, so I know he's going to come back. Is that canon? Is that canon? I don't know. Yeah. Is it I mean, it, I don't I mean, think he comes back to life. It's awkward silence. Anyways, episode 64 <laughs> Tagoro's Desire. Ooh. Death battle concluded. A final full power. Oh, I think Tagoro's desire is a little sexier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my new scent. That's my new scent for men. Tagoro's desire. It, it just like makes your muscles grow muscles. Oh god. It's like the Old Spice commercials, but Tagoro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Terry Crews for Tagoro. I'm it's super down. down. It's like ah! it's like I'm only at I'm only at eighty percent. But watch me go to 120. Ah! Look at Yusuke. Now look at me. I'm 180%. <laughs> I'm super down for this idea. Wait, so um, we got Mandela, Tagoro Brothers, and we also have... Double sun power! Oh, God. That's actually uh, the Tagoro Brothers yelling at their mom. Uh, <laughs> Man, imagine oh, that boom. Like... Anyways, uh, after Yusuke powers up for the se- to the same level as Tagoro, the, uh, the demon must power up to 120% of his capacity. Wait, did you say Tagoro powers up the same level as Tagoro? No, I said Yusuke this time. I think that's when you said Tagoro powers up to the same level God as Tagoro. God damn it. Can either fighter, each completely devoid of any remaining energy, survive to claim the prize? No. Episode begins with slow-mo heartbeat and a recap of the death. Yukina, this time, it showed Yukina crying in the last episode, but now it shows her crying, and then they superimpose Hiroseki stones falling out of her face. I think those are ice. Is that what Hiroseki? Oh, yeah, the Hiroseki stones were oh, the, right. the, like, the thing cries. that, yeah. That the, whole arc. Yeah, <laughs> that, that whole arc. That. So did they, uh, imagine, like, she's crying, someone just gets a bucket, puts underneath her? Yeah. Probably... <laughs> I'm dumb. I thought they were snowballs. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, an ice princess. Someone's like, oh, six shaved ice. <laughs> Also, then you just like see people in snow cones. Yeah, that'd be great. But that is not what happened. Uh, so, yeah, with Kubara dead, Yusuke's power rises with his grief. 
Uh, this time, a slow piano song starts playing instead of Struggle of Sadness. It's Piano Man. <laughs> and so th- this is very interesting to me because it now shows a line drawing of Yusuke on white paper that a drop of ink has been put onto that spreads across the entire paper, which is a metaphor that is used directly in a later season of the show. Very weird to me that this image is here. I thought the art department just got lazy. No, I think it's a cool shot. But oh, like, yeah, when you get cool. to that part of the next season, you'll be like, why the fuck did they show this now? Oh, like they did too early or like they didn't really... Because it's not about Yusuke either, so it's just like, what? Maybe but, they forgot. They're like, oh, this is a cool scene. They're like, oh, shit. No, <laughs> I think there's enough evidence that they're thematically tied, but it's kind of like, why did you have a direct statement of it here? Uh, instead of just kind of a looser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Yusuke takes a long walk in darkness with the looming ba- black and white flashbacks of Kubara playing in b- behind him. And so it's just, you know, various scenes of Kubara from throughout the show, including one where he's just like, Yukina! <laughs> it's like, very characteristic. Yes, and it's like, win for me. Yeah. No, it was like it was like take take Tagoro down or something. Make my death count. Was it that line? Uh, I forget. It depends on version. Because I remember the, the the last one was like beat beat Tagoro, which is kind of weird because I thought it said he just said win. Yeah, but I don't know. Whatever. In uh, and then for like while we were waiting to record this episode, I briefly put on this episode on in like Catalan, which is like a language from Spain that is not Spanish, and uh, the Yukino was even more grating for him to say like Yukino. And I was like, ugh. The Jeez. voice actor... Oh, sorry. Oh, no worries. The voice actor for Yukina in English, I don't know what it is, but when she talks, it sounds like a regular person talking and not like a voice actor. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you me or Sarah in the studio, and you're like, okay, the Yukina. And we're like, oh, no. Kuwabara. I do think of the main cast, she is the least uh, talented. Yeah. Or at least at this point. At this, Maybe yeah. she got better. Yeah. That's just my... Like, it's so jarring to hear, like, the different contrast between I never noticed but I wonder what the direction they told her because like, I think that's true yeah because with for the most part all the characters they kind of have a very um like solid image of like who that's they true. are how how would they act like Yusuke's the punk, Kuwabara's like the rapper, delinquent yeah. punk. Um, and then with the girls, it's like Shizu's like the cool older one, Botan's peppy, yeah. Keiko's like type A. Keiko is just a Kane Tendo from Ranma. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they all, well, I don't know, with Yukina, it's just well, like a soft, quiet. Like, we don't have that kind of, do we have well, that yeah, kind of thing in Maybe we don't have that thing in America. We don't have the same kind of translation of. Oh, for oh yeah, yeah, no, because yeah. like Yukina. So you know how Kubara is supposed to be like, oh, he's the stereotypical like Japanese man, like yeah. from back in the day. Like Yukina is also supposed to be the stereotypical Japanese woman. She not stereotypical, prototypical actually. Like so, she's supposed to be like this like refined, like gentle woman. Oh, like a maiden type. And so there is no analogous thing in American culture. Yeah, it's true. I, I just imagine like maybe one of those those preppy girls. I guess not even yeah. that. Like you to get the equivalent thing in American culture, you have to slightly take a side turn and be like an English woman, a church girl. Yeah, and like making <laughs> her an English woman because yeah. honestly, oh, a she kind of she kind but it's like almost like not like the like. It's like the church girl from Sunday school versus like the church girl who's actually gone to like Rings. oh no <laughs> <laughs> who sleeps in like sleeps with the altar boys no 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 you have older to, altar boys by the way like in like their- if she <laughs> like the one who gets sent to like boarding no school because she's rich versus like the church uh, girl that you just saw in like Sunday mass. 
Cause like in like nice Sunday dress and whatever. Yeah, like a debutante versus like. It sounds like the start of a rock song. <laughs> she was I'm in a Sunday say, dress. It's like even it's weird how Yukina is the demon one, but she sounds like the most normal. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, she's a yokai. I mean, yeah. so the the connotation of like. I guess, like, there is a weirdness to it inherently mm-hmm. with being a yokai, but, like, there is, like, the idea of you're more, more associated with tr- tradition because of it. Oh. I wonder if it's also because she is also, like, one of the most, if not only, the only prominent female demon sure. in the show right yeah. now. It's like, like they try to make her, and they have to make her, like, super nice. It's yeah. super like unsweet and reserved yeah. and like polite, like shrine maiden. Yeah. I mean, wait, what about the that one girl that was in the uh, in the the the, the Castle Suzaku arc? Are you talking about Maruku? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, she I mean she identifies as a woman, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it counts. Wait, yeah, wait, no, I'm talking wait. about the bird. The bird. Oh no, uh, no, I was talking about the one. The one you're talking about Mizuki. Yeah, yeah Mizuki. Sorry. Well, you're talking about like oh. all the. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were talking about the bird. Um, oh, no, no, yeah. Oh, sorry. I got those two confused. Sorry. It's been a little while. So. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, like, I think this is not a huge spoiler, but Yukina's from a village that's entirely women. So, because of that, like, that's probably partially why she's so genteel. Wait, you, wait, is that the Yukina's? Oh, that's yeah, right, Yukina's yeah. from an enti- uh, entire village full of just women. Sorry, I just got, I got her confused with Keiko for a second. Oh, my yeah. God. I was I like, uh, all okay. I'm getting confused. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, okay. I'm out of it today. So after Yusuke finishes these flashbacks, his energy turns into like a tornado. Not like destructive, but like it's a circular vortex of like what looks like souls, but they're not individual souls. It's just part of his spirit energy manifesting that way for some reason. Uh, Taguro says he feels fear for the first time in forever because like for the first time he's in a fight that he doesn't know whether he can win. Uh, Taguro hits Yusuke so hard that he crosses the field again. And Takuro knows Yusuke is much more powerful because Yusuke was able to take that hit that would have fucking destroyed him earlier, and it just didn't do anything. Uh, Yusuke then says, like, you know, Eres correcto, mi cuerpo no es afectado, as in, like, you're correct, my body didn't feel anything. And I, the reason I left this line here from the Spanish version was because he clearly said, my body didn't feel anything. And, like, it's like, yeah, everything right now is internal. Like, I'm destroyed otherwise. You know, it was in the Japanese dub when he says that he feels free, it's like, I had a shiver down my spine for the first time. I know it's definitely a shiver for sure. Willies. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was, I was like, I, it'd be funny if it's like major Willies. <laughs> Big Willie style up in here. <laughs> no, that was a Will Smith joke, not a not a giant dick joke. <laughs> Although, who knows? Anyways, so... Just gotta get jiggy with it. Yep. Uh, parents just don't understand. Uh, Yusuke's aura keeps going between uh, white, blue, and red for some reason. More and imagery. Yeah. Jin says he feels uh, it's like a sad wind to it. Mm. And uh, Taguro gives a speech about how... Uh, you mean a be- sad wind? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> uh, gives a speech about how to become strong, you must throw away everything. And there's like a field of fire behind him. Just a visual. It's not actually a thing. And, uh, you know, Yusuke <laughs> basically answers like, I'm not like you. Or like, no, no soy como tu. And now he gives one of the best speeches in the entire series, which I'm not going to read directly, but if you haven't seen the English version, and even if you're like a sub-only snob, like, (laughs) watch the English version, because it's fucking powerful. Like, Yusuke basically just talks about how, like, as much as Genkai, like, told Yusuke not to be like Taguro, Mm -hmm. he always respected Taguro because, like, he wanted that strength. He wanted the ability to just do what he wanted without other people being able to tell him, like, what to do. And, like... 
he now realized that he doesn't want to be that way because in order to get it, Togoro had to like throw away everything that was important to him in his entire life. His like friends, his family, he straight up killed his brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was like his a love, his I mean, soul. They say the same thing in the sub though, like word for word. Almost. No, 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 no. Like I'm saying, they say the same thing in the sub, but the actual words used for it in the English are much better. Like, trust me, you should you should read it. Uh, you should read, read it. I'll read I mean, it. no, you should you should watch the dub for this part. It is it is much it more again, powerful. Yes, no, I think. Um, but yeah, so they kind of have this argument, uh, and then it shows the flashback to Genkai basically talking about what happened to Toguro back in the day, and um, now basically Yusuke's come to the point where it's just like, no, this is for real now, and uh, starts the starts the new fight anew by tagging Togoro with a gigantic haymaker after, like, crossing... Like, after going across him and then just, like, a giant haymaker goes straight to break. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he had breaks. Well, then, uh, you know, like, the little sequence where it shows, like, the little chibi versions. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw, I saw like, the GIF posted of that on one of the Yuhak Show fan pages, and it said, GIFs, you can hear. I was like, yeah, basically... Do you see the one with the the, uh, the JoJo one? Oh yeah, I posted that on our uh, on our Facebook. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone took uh, JoJo season four and effectively made the Yu Yu Hakusho break video with the <laughs> with the JoJo characters. It's really good. I also like how you didn't pronounce GIF or JIF. You just said GIF. Oh that's yeah, very diplomatic. I... No, that that's my chosen solution. I just call it a JIF. That's my pronunciation. I think I'm gonna start saying Jife too. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> just the just Jife of it. My name is Jif. That's <laughs> what you should start saying. It'd be very Anyone weird. Anyone named Jeff, you're like, hey, Jife! <laughs> it is me, Jife. Okay. Uh, so when we turn back from break, we see that Yusuke's uh, attack just sends Togoro in a bone breaking spin, and then Yusuke then follows up with a spear gun. He misses on purpose and then launches one across the sea which goes into space just to show like how much powerful power he has he's like now i'm on the level of the soviet union <laughs> circa 1970 check this out so <laughs> oh yeah we'll also the man to the moon wait <laughs> boom so, oh fuck <laughs> while you say just flexes um to grow just resets his broken neck and you know like you do he flexes <laughs> too his neck in the he, back Oh, my neck. Yeah. My back. <laughs> he, it was weird when Togoro said that, actually. He was like, my neck. My back. With my... my <laughs> and my... Yeah, I like how you will say pussy or crack. <laughs> no, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the sensor noise in later. Oh. And by that, I mean I'm not doing it at all. I'll just say, are we saying... <laughs> we did that in a previous episode. Did you really? Oh, uh, nice. When Patrick talked about, like, illegally downloading software. Yeah. <laughs> I illegally download it. I just got the keys illegally. <laughs> Anyways. We all did that for our iPods or Zooms. I mean, it's not, le- it's not illegal. I just okay, anyways. I steal on it. So, in response to Yusuke flexing his new powers, Tagoro's like, I'm gonna one-up you, and he ups his power to 120% of his total oh. power. And just to remind everyone, this is not consistent at all. <laughs> So there's like a pattern of like fucking stained glass fire behind Togoro as his That's body starts... That's what I was starts... talking about. Oh, that. Okay, yeah, as his uh, body starts yeah. getting fucked up again, does this weird body morph shit. His trapezius horns fuse into his face, <laughs> and... He... I was thinking, have you never seen this show? <laughs> his legs break through his pant legs and his shoes. And then he starts wearing some jorts. 
Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I mean, Skrull ends this fight in jorts. I just realized the Hulk also wears jorts. Yeah, dude, this is jort zone. <laughs> Welcome to the jort zone. Come on, man, we need to put jorts back into fashion. If you're no, we don't. Thinking about how to become powerful, just put on a pair of jorts. Jort zone, jort <laughs> zone. Those are, are the, the jorts. Yeah. So, um, so is it like jorts or booty shorts? I don't know. What do you guys think? Booty jorts. Booty jorts. I'm cool with that. Nice. I'm cool with that. Booty jorts. Oh man. Booty if jorts. we I wish we had a T public store and we could start selling booty New York show themed booty jorts. <laughs> booty jorts. Oh man, those would be ugly as shit. Just ripped up I just get a pair of scissors to like rip up a pair of I hope you make jeans. I, anyways, <laughs> so in the Latin American version they say a pretty cool line. So they say something like this in all the versions, but I like the Latin American version most. Because, uh, you know, Togoro says, yeah, if you don't throw everything away, you can't be the best. But in the Latin American version, what he says is, if you don't toss away unnecessary weight, you'll never reach the peak. And he's talking about of a mountain. Yikes. Like, so it's a really cool metaphor. I thought that was, that was actually a really pretty cool metaphor. Yeah, like the Latin American version, hidden home runs for once. Like a hot air balloon. He's... <laughs> 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 Megan, not as much. Anyways, uh... <laughs> Toss out the unnecessary weight to get up higher. I, no, I got what you meant. I got what you meant. <laughs> I was imagining him like in a higher balloon just tossing Genkai out of the balloon. <laughs> yeah, fuck, this is a dead weight. She's alive! Yeah. Not for much longer. <laughs> Anyways, so Yusuke thinks that he doesn't care whether he lives or dies, and if he never fires another spirit gun again, he's going to put everything into like this last shot, and in the Spanish version yells, Toma esto! You know, like, take this, effectively. Um, so... Hunter Hunter note, this seems wildly similar to something that is shown as a massive negative when the main character of Hunter Hunter says this exact line. Oh, in what arc? Can you... Uh, there are ants involved. Ah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he says almost this exact line, oh and in this scene, it's seen as this triumphant, like, hey, yeah. good winning over evil. In that scene, it's more like, hey man, uh, maybe don't do what you're doing. Yeah. Here's the thing... The main character here, as we'll find out, triumphant. The other side... Well, he won that fight. Yeah, but like, he gets his ass kicked. Um, yeah. Anyways, can't wait till y'all watch Hunter Hunter. Um, I mean, Hunter in X this Hunter. one, was it an option for uh, Togoro to dodge? Or was he yeah, just... no, Togoro totally could have dodged. We're going to get into that. Okay. Um, so, Togoro takes the final ray gun head on... Because, like, my reasoning for why he did this was Toguro doesn't give a shit about killing Yusuke. He wants to prove he's the strongest. He wants okay. to do it's less about winner. So shown in logic. Well, no, yeah. I think it's straight up, like, this, like, weird fucking toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. crazy, like, martial artist Akuma from Street Fighter logic, where it's just like, no, I don't give a shit about winning. I want to be strong. Yeah, right. I, I can uh-huh. see that. I can see that. I also thought maybe it was, like, a demoralization thing. Like, if you could beat it's it. It's a combination. I got you. I can... I You'll can... see more once you watch the next two episodes, which actually go into Genkai and Toguro's background. I gotcha. But realistically, dodging is a part of fighting. Yeah, he to- <laughs> yeah Toguro cares less about fighting and more about strength. Like, pure brute strength. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like the guy that puts on the extra hundred when there's women around at the gym. Yeah. Well, except that he can actually lift it is the, the thing. Hey. They actually... Uh... Really, Joe? <laughs> I'm leaving him hanging on a, on a high five. Well, thanks, Joe. Sorry, anyways, what were you saying, Megan? Uh, speaking back to Hunter x Hunter, they actually, I just watched a similar episode in, like, where it was kind of a team versus one specific villain, and, like, both were playing 
a game, like a dodgeball game. But oh, like yeah. one person or like the main character, they wouldn't like dodge the ball. Like they refused and they said it out loud that they don't want to dodge a ball because it's like pride. Yeah, like, you're, you're absolutely right. Holy shit. And it's weird because in Hunter Hunter, that scene is shown as like, yeah, you know, this is sort of noble, but then it gets to the scene I was talking yeah. about and it's like, hey, you know that scene about the dodgeball thing? That was kind of foreshadowing for what's happening here. Yeah. And in fairness, like, he breaks his in, like... He breaks his whole shit. Yeah, God not only breaks himself in some scenes, but he breaks the people around him. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Yeah. He's he's lost a hand, yeah. and like... <laughs> Give that man a hand. <laughs> just one, just one. Yeah, Hunter Hunter's great. Yeah. But it is really interesting seeing the, like, the contrast here, because mm-hmm. as we've noted, same same author. But yeah, uh, so Tagoro takes this with one hand and then realizes, oh fuck, I gotta use two hands because this, this is too much shit. <laughs> His body starts like cracking apart and exploding in like massive flows of blood, and it's just like, oh, this is getting fucking gross. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the Jotaro and Dio battle. Oh yeah, kind of. Where he like hits him and then like cracks his blood open. Yeah. So demons start cheering for Yusuke, and uh, they struggle for a while, and then Yusuke's energy gives out, and he can't keep firing the you know the spirit gun. But unlike the Hamehameha uh, wave from like Dragon Ball, like the spirit gun is actually self-perpetuating and mm-hmm. continues to push to grow, even though Yusuke is like falling to the ground. To be honest, though, it's kind of different because the Kamehameha wave is like energy hits him and it just like dissipates. Yeah, so no, the exactly. Line was like, oh yeah, yeah I, I wasn't saying yeah. So therefore, Yusuke is better. I'm saying more like no. This oh no, is I like wasn't a, pointing that. Out. I'm just a saying source that. point of energy as opposed to like a beam. continuous wave. I gotcha. Yeah. Except for that one time, because they've changed the way this attack works 10 trillion times. It doesn't matter. So, uh, Tagoro struggles with this for a while while they play music that doesn't really fit, like, a struggle. It's more like a what-the-fuck's-going-on music. And, uh, Tagoro then crushes the ball, making it explode, and, uh, walks over to thank Yusuke, and then crumbles, saying, you know, this is the price of exceeding 100%. Oof. Is that what he said in Spanish? Uh, he says that in Spanish and Japanese. Yeah. What does he say in the U.S. version? I want to say he says something along the lines of, like, thank you for setting me free, but that might have been... Oh, I think you're... It's something like that. Like, thanks for letting me finally Yeah, use all beyond. my strength. Yeah. yeah. Versus, like, it's saying that's a price. It's more like a, I'm glad I got to this level yeah. and then died. I think he thanks them also in the Japanese and Spanish version, but it's after having said the other line. Ah, uh, okay, like... This is my price. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I see. So he's just happy dying then. Yeah. Well, I think he was just ha- he's satisfied that he's able to actually find and fight someone who he determines like this is my equal. I was able to actually go beyond what my go to what my potential was because you're able to reach it um, and die. I don't know in a way that he could be proud of. Or at least satisfied with, yeah. Yeah. you I know, mean, like nine out of ten. Nine out of ten death, pretty <laughs> nine good. Nine out of ten death, pretty good. I'm kill, satisfied. Killed a couple hundred, but KDR is a little bit high, so you know. yeah, it's, it's not as good as Ocarina of Time, but it's a pretty good death. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of symbolism too, mm-hmm. because like when he cracks, he doesn't just crumble like stone. He cracks and reveals his human self. Yeah, I was so gonna like, say. Yeah. I feel the stuff that cracked was like demon, demon flesh. Demon flesh, yeah. yeah. And then what left was human. Um, but, like, it almost sounded like, thank you for setting me free for some reason. Like, thank I've you been for waking me up. up. <laughs> um, it almost felt like uh, he was 
I don't know, like trapped in his. De- I know that's not actually how it was, but like he was almost, pretty conscious about. what Yeah, he was, he was doing. definitely like, I'm an asshole, but I want to be strong, so fuck all of you. Um, and it wasn't like a demon taking over type of deal. Yeah. Um, but like it almost felt that way at the very end, just because yeah. like the human self is revealed and he's saying thank you. I think like, in this happy. case it was more like uh, thank you for releasing me from myself, mm-hmm. because like Tagoro describes. I mean, not to grow, but people, when they analyze to grow in the next episode, are like, I think the guy basically tortured himself over what happened. Um, and we'll get more into that. Yeah, I think in a way, I mean, as with like how a lot of times when people, when characters die, it's they're being freed from whatever vice or whatever motivation that caused them to like, I don't know, go bad. For him, yeah. it was his obsession with becoming strong, with becoming... Um, immortal or at least um, invulnerable. Mm-hmm. So by actually being defeated, he kind of was let go from that obsession because it was he was proven wrong that he could not be that. In and a that way, someone that's... who could retain like what he had like left yeah. could defeat him. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't like a fluke or an error. It was someone who actually had the strength to do that. So yeah. And then to girls, he dead. <laughs> he dead as hell. Not like not only is it like his human flesh, which looks like flesh, but then when they go back to look at him, he's like turned to stone. Yeah. Like the idea of like you know if you've divested yourself of all your of all your key, you're just like lifeless, yeah. and now you are stone. Like he's like a white, but like a white stone. Yeah, like like, a, like chalky white. Chalky like white. the same way like when Vegeta blew himself up. You know they should really take him and put him like in a like in a little showcase thing. Like usually he takes him on like a trophy. That's <laughs> the dark tournament museum. <laughs> your trophy is uh, embalmed to grow. He's <laughs> like to the dark tournament museum, and right next is the dark tournament gift shop. Yeah. Dark, <laughs> tournament to memorial gross. Mu- dark tournament memorial museum. It's like the families have to buy like headstones. Demon. It's like they turn him into a lighter. You flip him, flip his half of his body, and like light it. God. No, and then it, it just it's also like, yeah, we, we sell these uh, we sell shirts for the I survived the dark tournament. <laughs> oh, Elder Taguro ice cubes, because they melt. Oh, oh. <laughs> then you can reform them. But then you can also turn them into steam by punching them really hard. You can get one of those slap chops and have it with the that axe guy. Chop. Oh my god. That, like, I don't is that a product still? Probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, Yusuke stands up and uh, Juri and Koto do this little cool team move to declare Team Yurameshi the winners of the Dark Tournament. It's very Damn, typical idol. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And then uh, Yusuke stands up and you can tell he's relieved, but he's sort of broken emotionally because he sees his friend like dead over there, basically. Yeah. That's alright, just get through it. And that's how the episode right. ends. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? Um, I thought it was, actually I thought this this fight was probably one of the best ones. Yeah. This is really emotional, uh, like the fact that he got what was coming to him. I would describe this fight as the most pro wrestling in the series, and like, hear me out on that, because I think both the two dudes can only do normal shit, but it's about the drama and like this drama wave that they had to ride, rather than about like the tactics. Right. I mean, true. I mean, I mean, only one of them did Yusuke like try to shoot him five times with spirit guns. Hey, and a I've seen pro wrestle pro wrestlers do that. It was great. Must have been one of those new Japan pro wrestling things. Yeah, man. Let me tell you about the Golden Lovers. But 
That's a deep cut. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I think this is a really good fight. Um, like, again, I describe it as, like, the most Dragon Ball fight. That Like, notice I said Dragon Ball and not Dragon Ball Z, because there's some Dragon Ball Z-ass fights that happen later in the series. This is the most Dragon Ball fight that happens in the show, but they, like, keep it interesting with, like, the external and intrinsic drama of it. Mm-hmm. This is one of the more straightforward fights, other than, I guess, like, choose was, but, like, they had all the other extra elements, like the knives and stuff. Yeah. Like, and this one was more just, like, two dudes getting stronger, battling it out. Yeah. Kill Kurabara. Battling out again. <laughs> Five feet apart, because they're not gay. What? <laughs> you, you ever see that, the, that uh, vine? It's, like, two dudes in the hot tub. Five feet apart because we're not gay. Oh, I haven't uh. seen that. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, I would say that's the end of the Dark Tournament, but it sort of is because there's resolution episodes that we'll be doing uh, for the next episode. But uh, I guess, like, we can talk about this more next episode, but, like, just on the spot, like, what are you guys' mm-hmm. thoughts on the Dark Tournament as a whole, having watched it in its entirety for the first time since you were kids, or, in Patrick's case, having watched it for the first time in its entirety ever? Long as shit. Yeah. yeah. I forgot how long it was. Yeah, me too. It felt like it was very... In a lot of ways, it was long or short. The battles were a lot faster than I thought, or maybe because mm-hmm. compared to, like, after um, watching Yohaka Show, I pretty much... Um, as a kid, I watched Yohaka Show first, and then I caught up with all the other, like, shonen shows that were there, <laughs> so... Like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. last as long as this, like, entire tournament. Yeah, so it it was interesting to see how short most of the battles were. Even, like, Yusuke and Tegros, like, we covered four episodes, but I guess the way that it was broken up, it felt very short. Is this the longest fight in the series, or is... Yusuke versus whoever is the villain of next season, the longest fight in the series. Well, I feel like in the next series, it's it's a little odd because I feel like with Yusuke and Taguro, they have this whole rival, rivalry, and then and, um, that was split up into like basically two main fights. While in the other um, season that we'll get to, that almost seemed like a continuous fight because there yeah. wasn't so much time in between. I think there's like, like three, mini battles. There's like three main fights between yeah. them in the next season. Yeah, and like with some significant deviations that I can't talk about yet. Yeah, it's like maybe there's actually I don't know fourteen main fights. It's almost as if they had one long fight, but in multiple parts while. Here, Toguro and Yusuke have two very distinct fights. Yeah, yeah. Because they're very... I mean... It's like tournament style. Yeah, tournament style. And I can't can't go into much spoilers, because technically, this isn't a lie about the next season, but Yusuke's in two very different states of his life and power when he first fights Toguro versus when he fights um, the final time that he fights Toguro. Also true. I know. It's yeah. also true in the next season, but, but I can't. in very different ways. In very ways. different ways. So, uh, I know I've said I've watched Yu Yu Hakusho, and I thought I watched all of it. Mm-hmm. Getting to the end of the Dark Tournament, I realized I don't think I've watched past it. So yes! Like, oh. This is going to be so, so good. I'm on the same boat as Patrick, where I'm literally going in almost blind. This is going to be like, so good. I, think, yeah. I love this next season. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, but I really like... I really like the Dark Tournament overall. A lot of good character elements. And a lot of good... Um, I don't know, it's just... For me, this one is definitely more of a fun season. 
Like, there's definitely This a lot. is the light season. This is in comparison. Well, yeah, actually in comparison. <laughs> but there's a lot of heavy stuff, too, with everything. This, just seeing Genkai die the second time. And Kuwabara. And Kuwabara. <laughs> hits, hits you hard in the feels. Yeah, I wanted to remind everybody that once all the episodes for this drop, it's going to be like nine or ten episodes dedicated just to the Dark Tournament, which is over half the episodes of our show. Yeah, I mean, Joe said it earlier, like, we've been doing this since summer, and currently it is, what month is this, January? Yeah. We've been doing this <laughs> one since, to one, like, one equals January. We've been doing this since early last summer. Yeah. That's the How podcast many? or the Dark Tournament? The Dark, the dark tournament. tournament. I gotcha, yeah. Because just every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times we try to do, like, four episodes per podcast episode, which is a lot. Yeah. And it's not because this song, oh my god. Damn. Wait, wait, is this tournament or is the tournament of power from Dragon Ball super longer? Um, I wouldn't, I think the tournament of power is more exciting in my opinion, but this one, I don't know, I'd have to do an episode count to check. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think, in, for me, in terms of best anime tournaments, I think this and the tournament of power are the only real contenders. For t- I can't think of any right now. Well, I mean, there's like the Chunin exam. Oh. There's the Hunter exam. I stopped watching Naruto after the Chunin exam. So like... there's also the 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 uh, what was it the thing from My Hero Academia the oh yeah the, the showcase thing yeah, yeah I, I mean that. effectively there's the Chunin exam for My Hero Academia <laughs> the Chunin exam for Hunter X Hunter Chunin exam hey wait wait hey 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 the Hunter Hunter oh one I love that predates one. the Chunin exam so the Chunin exam is actually just the Hunter exam. <laughs> So, I actually really like exam arcs for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I love the Hunter. I know that's a lot of people's least favorite arc, but, like... It's okay. I liked it. I enjoyed the Hunter I appreciate exam. why it exists. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, that's did fair. Naruto actually have to take an exam? Yeah. He yeah. No, there's a written exam that they do in the middle of the show. And then yeah. they retook, he, had to, he failed it, right? And he had to retake it. Spoilers. You have to take a written exam to be a ninja. Well, too. there's a very good reason they're taking a written exam. Because there's some extra rules in it where, like, in the middle of it, they figure out, like, oh, we're supposed to do ninja he, he shit. He takes two exams. <laughs> One exam he legit fails, and the other exam he gets some help and manages the pass. Right? Cheating. I've, yeah, I think. I mean, I think everyone. You were supposed to cheat on the on that oh, exam. That was the big. They're like, wait, we're ninjas. <laughs> we can do this. Yeah, the only one who pa- I think did did Sakura pass it without cheating because yeah, she's like, Sakura, I just know I this shit. Sakura is the only one who passed it without cheating. Yeah, no, I remember that now. Oh, everyone yeah, else no, that is, is cheating. There yeah. are elements of Naruto that are actually really good. There's also elements of Naruto that are really bad, but that's one of the really good ones. So if you ever want, there's actually a website dedicated to skipping all the fillers. Watch that. So I did that for Supernatural. I think that is a very <laughs> good website, but you have to be careful about it because it rules certain episodes of Yuhawk Show that are canonical and in the manga. And I'm talking actually, about Naruto, not well, Yuhawk Show. No, but I'm saying that this this could be the case in other series from that same site. Yeah, and it straight up like rules parts of Yuhawk Show that are canonical and in the manga as filler. It's like no, that was literally in the original thing and his character development. Yeah, I don't know. Some people define filler differently. I yeah, guess. no, they're like, if there's not fighting, it's filler. It's like, that's a really bad definition. Yeah. Like, my, my definition is, if it was not in the manga, it's filler. I think, yeah. Like, all a fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like anything with stars Lucy is filler, and I'm going to skip it. If only my roommate was here. I think the I worst... Know, does, the... He like, does he like Lucy, or...? Well, no, he... I mean, he likes fairy tale, but he does recognize that, like, 90% of it's filler. Yeah. I think the worst one is One Piece, just because the filler is in the episodes that matter. So yeah. it's like you can't skip the episodes. I almost like that, kind of. Like, At least Wait, what? Well, 
At least you're getting plot points at the end of a Well, no, a it's like, it's like, like they'll, they'll have recaps and like... Isn't that right? Like they'll have recaps. No, but no, 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 I, I understand no, that. I'm saying, pieces, why would you like it? Oh, I guess it kind of helps continue... Like, if you have to watch it week by week, at least yeah. I want a little bit of the meat story. Oh, yeah. I would just rather they just take a years-long break. Like, Hunter-style. Hunter, or, like, oh, I think uh, Attack on Titan does that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The... Ble- oh, sorry. Talking of... Speaking more about fillers, but, like, Bleach... I think Bleach's momentum as an anime totally got killed by having too many fillers. Oh, that one has the most fillers, I think. Yeah. I looked on, like, a fillers list, and it was, yeah. like... 400 episodes out of the 700 but it or something said, like that. Because I feel like with a lot of there's a lot of criticism with like uh, the author is that he is a great he's a great artist and has like pretty cool legit ideas. But as a writer, he's not that strong. He's legit said like I don't give a shit about writing. I think like, he's I just I just like writing as a vehicle to yeah. cool images, which I. Uh, that's so, kind of cool. Hey, I mean, he's he wrote a very successful international manga for a while. For a while, I mean, for a while. I have, yeah, yeah. You, okay, everyone. I never, listening, I never finished it. <laughs> everyone listening and the people here should all watch the Super Eye Patch Wolf video about "quote unquote" the fall of Bleach because it basically explains what happened. Oh, cool. Uh, but yeah, no, thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Yu Hawk Show. Your support means all three worlds: human, demon, and spirit to us. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook at the UU Hawker Show uh, with two O's and at our Twitter uh, at the UU Hawker Show. Tune in for next episode when we resolve the half century long feud and uh, talk about the tru- talk about troubled relationships. Talk about the Trump. See you. Uh, see y'all later. Also, rate us on iTunes. Do it. Are we on iTunes? You, well, yeah, we're on iTunes. We've been yeah. like on iTunes for like a year. No, no I have joke. Zero oh, Apple products. <laughs> no joke. We have fans we regularly interact with. Fucking rate us on iTunes. Wait, we well, actually, we got a lot of like our Facebook. Like, yeah, oh. like there are people who like I've like answered their comments and they've answered back, shit oh, like that. That's nice. Thanks rate you. us on iTunes. Please. Well, actually, yeah, actually on iTunes we get a lot of ratings apparently. Wait, wait, what? Ra- ra- I don't want to hear these. Ra- like ratings anxious. or written reviews? Ratings, like people okay. are like, oh, give, like us- give us written reviews. Just let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, Tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tell Patrick to shut up. Just any feedback, is, to shut up. <laughs> any feedback is greatly appreciated. So. Tell Megan to not gamble. <laughs> or drink. Alright, well, thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.
Yeah. 